Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What up, everybody? It's Jake from Almost Accurate dropping in before this week's episode. You may recognize me as the one from the beard from the album art on the on the podcast app. That's me. I'm that one. The other one, that's Ryan. Guess what? He's not here this week. He's out sick. So unfortunately, this is not going to be a new episode we're giving to you this week. Instead, we're going to throw it all the way back to early 2019, which was a very special time for this podcast and a very fun time for this podcast. We were covering a lot of different things. Uh, We were still really trying to find our feet as a podcast, and we're also still trying to do that three years later. Uh, But regardless, we have cut together some of the reviews of the movies that we were watching at that time. And we had some real interesting choices all over the place. Uh, The first up is episode 16, uh, which is Bandersnatch, which is actually not a movie. It's a interactive Netflix TV series that they did a one-off episode of. And well, let's just say it had uh, some mixed reviews as you'll hear in just a little while. Uh, after that, Ryan and I decided to hate watch something called happy death day, a movie that we fully expected to uh, completely abhor. And we're really planning on ripping into it only to sit there enraptured for about an hour and a half. The early Saturday morning that we watched it together and realized, Hey, this is actually a pretty good movie. So good. In fact, that we were looking forward to the sequel, which we also reviewed uh, later on in this podcast. I watched the movie glass, which I thought was horrible. And Ryan clearly uh, also thought it was horrible because he decided not to go to the theaters and watch it (laughs) for that particular review. So that one, you're going to be listening to a lot of me talking in that once you get to that particular segment. Uh, And for some reason, we watched Solo, a Star Wars story. Can't remember. Maybe it was a slow week, but I do remember we watched that and reviewed it. Maybe we'll do Rogue One at some point. Who's to say? Who's to say there's not going to be another slow week at some point? It's really difficult to tell with the way that the world is going at the moment. Uh, And we finish with the also Netflix movie, the Jake Gyllenhaal vehicle Velvet Buzzsaw, which I forgot that we talked about. Oddly enough, according to our download stats, plenty of you actually listen to it. So go figure. Uh, But anyways, yes, we've collated uh, a little bit of us bullshitting at the start like we usually do. And instead of uh, focusing on that for this throwback episode, we have just cut the reviews for each of those episodes and kind of pasted them back to back to back to back to back. I think that was five times that I said that. So, yeah, anyways, uh, enjoy. I hope this introduction hasn't dissuaded you from listening to it. And uh, yeah. And in lieu of new content, we're going to go back and celebrate our impressive uh, and illustrious back catalog. And we hope that you all enjoy that as well. So uh, on with the episode. How are things at your job? Your place of employment. Do you have any rope? 
Do you, <laughs> do you have any rope? I'll uh, tell you. Are you going to be doing this voice for the entire show as well? No, no. I just wanted to come in with a nice subtlety, something to, different. To some, <laughs> I have been told in the past that I am have a high decibel, high energy voice. Yep. I'm just trying to keep it low today. So, so in a way, you're just trying out a new podcasting voice. I think a lot of... You don't like this one right here? Uh, The jury's still out on it. We'll see. I, do, I know a lot of podcasts I listen to... Some of the more serious ones, they have that very monotone voice. Oh, they, so you like it is what you're telling me. They kind of me. snap back into this kind of voice and they talk about uh, talk about different things. So. Butthole balls. Isn't that nice? It's nice that we don't have to change fuck. our content up. Yeah, fuck. Fuck, cunt. Cocksucker. Motherfucker. Tits fart dirty twat. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to snap out of it. All right, good. But I did do it. I held it for a long time. I'm not, I'm not sure I like that version of Ryan, but... It's good to know he won't it's be around there. for very, very long. We killed him. You're like true crime. It's their true crime podcasting voice. <laughs> it's there. I have it. It's there. And now a word from our sponsors. We don't have any sponsors. Not yet. Not yet. But I'm sure we're knocking down the doors. We just got to start talking like that more often. And maybe we'll maybe we'll bring some more on board. You know what? Maybe we should try to appeal to different people by talking in their accent. Like English. Like, hello, how are you doing? We're doing great here. We just had some tea. We just pulled it over our keyboard and it blew up. And uh, uh, what else do I we feel, do? I we listen like to Big Ben. Feel, He's ringing. We listen to Big Ben, the clock. Doo-doo. <laughs> uh, and we can go to the Outback. Oi! Kangaroos over I'm there. A, I'm a fucking thief. I'll fight you. My name is Russell Crowe. <laughs> hey, Tucker, come here. Gladiator was a terrible film. Yeah, it was terrible. I like that Wolverine fellow. <laughs> I do I do love me some Hugh Jackman. Oh, I bet you do. They're although sugar does, puffs. Although who doesn't, though? Sugar puffs? Yeah. Was that's that my name first, for you. Was that the first choice instead of rounded pebbles or whatever the other, the other one was called? That sounds gross. That doesn't even sound like a breakfast cereal that you'd want to put in. Could Round- you imagine eating some rounded pebbles? Do you know Crispix? You remember Crispix, right? Isn't that the guy who was in the uh, the Back we're to the already, Future movie? We're already so far off track. The cereal, the breakfast cereal, that's made out of wheat, and it's very crispy. It's called Crispix. No, I don't remember that. No, maybe I know. Yeah. I don't know that shit. No, I think the it's either Food Line or Walmart. Their store brand version of Crispix is called Crispy Hexagons, and I think that's that's the, stupid. I think that's the best cereal name I've ever heard. That's more of a description than a name. Motherfucking Crispy Hexagons. Hey, what do you want? Um, some hexagons that are crispy. <laughs> that's scripted. You, you don't want fucking soggy hexagons. Yeah, Come but on. you don't want fucking somebody to tell you. Just tell me, burnt. Burnt ass shapes, burnt ass shapes, the crispy burnt ass shapes. <laughs> burnt ass shapes. Mm, that shit's good. That's that's my jam right there. Ah, uh, jam. Swear that on my mom. Do you know what the difference between jam and jelly is? Same this then. is. <laughs> oh, it's that extra ingredient that turns jam into jelly. Yeah. All right. Fair that's enough. what turns uh, a woman into a mama. Actually, semen. That was a rhetorical question. Oh, okay. I retract all my statements. You, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was a rhetorical question, but you did. Can we ma- cut that? No. You know I don't go back and cut any of this, no matter whatever. Terrible yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> the majority of it. And I'll prove it here right now. Ready? Uh, Welcome back to Almost Accurate. <laughs> you cut that, didn't you? Yeah, 
I'm definitely going to cut that. You fucking liar. You know I'm going to. You've lied. You've lied again. How how confusing would that be for people for a, to have another intro about five minutes in? I don't know. Like whatever we've been, whatever you've been listening to for the last five minutes. That was just a fake <laughs> out. Yeah. This is probably our worst intro ever. I think, um, <laughs> I think it's the crispiest intro we've yeah. ever done. That was just not hexagonal. Um, no, it it's just a, a burnt ass piece. Might be a septagon, maybe. Ugh, like a septic tank, more Do like you know it. The people that are seventy years older or more are called septagenarians. Do you know people that have sex with seventy year olds are called geezer pleasers? Are called necrophiliacs. Yeah, well, that's if they're dead. But in pretty much the same thing, they're on their way. You're on death's doorstep at that point. Knock, knock, knocking on death's door. Very good. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm just gonna roll over and go to sleep. We think there's, you think there's gonna be, I say there's gonna be more, but. It's just the tip. That's all I am. I'm just the tip. Let's be honest. We both knew this wasn't gonna happen. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you enjoy that, ladies. Ryan, that brings us to the end of our news segment and brings us into a different segment about what we watched this week. And what are we talking about this week, Ryan? That brings us into a different segment. Are you just, why are you just repeating the same thing? Because it's the same scenario in what we're reviewing. Are we? (laughs) I chose not to live your life. We watched a, a TV show that seemed an episode from a TV show (laughs) that seemed like it lasted lifetimes. Why do I say that? Because we watched, because I'm quoting Bandersnatch. That's right. We did Black Mirror Bandersnatch. The other thing people watch on Netflix and can't stop talking about, but less so than Bird Box. Far less. Far less Bandersnatch memes, but... Uh, we're pretty basic bitches here. I I don't have any experience with Black just, Mirror. We're just trying to chase hits, if we're being honest and transparent. But we want to tell you what we think, so you give a shit about what we think. It, so, basically... <laughs> I didn't know how to respond to that, clearly, as you just heard. Uh, yeah, so what this is, if you're if you're not aware of Black Mirror, we haven't watched any of the other ones, but... This we hear it's good. We, we hear, hear it's things. good or not good. I accidentally, <laughs> I accidentally watched about 20 minutes of a different episode thinking I was watching Bandersnatch. And uh, I kept wait- fucked up, I man. Kept, I kept waiting for the interactive bits to come in. I was like, man, it's been 20 fucking minutes and they haven't given me a single prompt. Well, let's <laughs> describe a little bit more of it so you can. So you- this is uh, th- what this is, is it's an interactive experience. It's probably only going to work if you're watching this on Netflix on a computer or if you've got like a game console like we watched it on the PS4. It's kind of a cross between um, a movie and a video game, a video game and a choose your own adventure novel. And this that's the best way we can describe it. I will say watching this through Netflix on the PS4 with a game controller in hand felt like um, the most natural way to play one of these or not and play it vibrates one of these, but watch it it also it, vibrates very violently and it gives you only 10 seconds to do it jake That's right speaking of 10 seconds you have one minute oh, to describe God. the plot of this movie i get excited about this speaking of 10 seconds times six <laughs> there's not a lot of plot to this so this should be fairly easy this might only depending on seconds. what choices you have made where you go the left or the right path all right well, there's more than that, man. <laughs> All, All right. right. You got the timer. I am. Armed and ready. All right. We are on our marks. We are getting set. We are farmers. Bum, ba, dum, ba, dum, ba, dum. All right. So, Stefan. It's Go. not Stephen, but it is Stefan. And uh, so he's a young video game programmer who is 
Got some serious emotional baggage. And needs braces. He does need braces, like most British people do. He also wears a turtleneck to bed in July. That was the first thing I noticed and it really bothered <laughs> me. I'm wasting a lot of time on this, art, but it really did bother me. I was like, who the fuck wears a turtleneck to sleep in Who in wears July? a turtleneck How anyway. much time do we have left? It's 1984, so by a, the way. It's 1984. Um, they play computer games because English people can't speak the own language that they created. They're not video games. They're computer games. I don't agree with that, but that's Jake's opinion. Go ahead, Jake. I do. He does. Um, so <laughs> no, I don't. Um, it follows the the book Bandersnatch, something he found in his mom's uh, stuff. Who's dead? Who is dead? Fifteen seconds. Um, this is such an easy plot. So, so we found he finds a rabbit. Um, he's Pac Man. He does he does some acid, or he doesn't do acid. He eats fruity pebbles or or frosted flakes. It's really up to you. There was no art right, um, time. time. <laughs> You're gone. You fucked that one up. You fucked that one up so bad. I should have spent so much time on the turtleneck. I spent 30 seconds. You were so sad about that turtleneck. I spent so much time complaining about what he wore to sleep. Well, if we're being honest, whenever they were tripping acid, that other kid called him whenever he put the acid on his teeth, on his tongue. His breath must have been fucking kicking because his tongue was white as fuck, dude. That thing was white as fuck. It looked like it just snowed. I was like, damn, that man needs Listerine and a dental. He needs to go see the dentist because holy fuck. Did you notice that too? Yes. Like scrape that dude, man. Oh, man, you think... Clean like, the sidewalk off, see, that snow's the, there. The problem Woo! I have with this is surely the director would have told him, we're doing a super, super close-up of your tongue. Maybe get one of them tongue scraper things. Dude, dude didn't dude, care. Dude did not care. You didn't see an ounce of pink on there. It was just all white. <laughs> it was his disgusting. Tongue, I could smell like his a, breath through there. It got hot in my house. His tongue looked like a ghost. It did, dude. <laughs> He was haunted by meals past. But uh, I will say that I did enjoy the actor with the bad tongue. <laughs> with the bad breath. He, he's good in everything. He's the Isn't that the kid with the eyebrow? I'm sure he has eyebrows. Yeah, the kid with the eyebrow. So was he in if, the Miller's movie? Yes. Was that was. him? That was the kid that got... Uh, bit by the tarantula? Yeah. That was him? Yeah, I think so. Get he got, the fuck out of here. He got bit on the balls by the tarantula. And he's English. In yeah, real life. I think so. I'm going to look this up. Yeah, so anyways, while you're looking that up, um, as we said, it's a choose-your-own-adventure thing. We're going to say this right at the top. We're going to spoil the whole thing. I don't think we can really necessarily even review this without spoiling the entire thing. But um, It was him. Yeah, I told you. That blows my mind. He had a huge and large testicle from getting, uh, from getting with the spider... That's the sound. That kind of, that's, the that's, sound. The that's the sound of the fangs. Boop, boop. That's the sound of the beast. <laughs> uh, what were your overall impressions of this before we get into some of the um, some of the choices we had to make? Well, I'll be honest. The uh, plot wasn't that great. Mm. Okay, I can understand it. As you're just being going into a world of madness. That's essentially there's this person you're making choices for him. He the fourth wall gets broken down at some point. Yes, where he acknowledges good. that there's somebody out there, and you can acknowledge that it's you watching Netflix, which is a choice. Or you could be a real dick and torment him. Yeah, well, <laughs> that ends up happening, and basically, uh, the plot's not that great. But it's not so much the plot's not the star here. It's the not choices really. that you make and what can happen, which makes makes uh, the replay value for this very good. 
it was only a 30 minute episode, but I watched played on it for like two hours. Yeah, there's a lot there. You said I, IGN has done like a they've broken down all the different choices you can make, and it's it's a it spans out quite a bit. Um, it kind of removes you from the plot a little bit too, because after you've seen it once, but you haven't yeah. seen all the plots, you haven't seen all the possible endings that you yeah. can get. So once you see it one time, you're like, oh, well, let me do all these other plots. Mm. As <laughs> so, as far as as far as God damn you, as far <laughs> as, far as like, it's like you said, it, plot is pretty razor thin. Uh, there's some weird stuff going on, but this is more of an experience necessarily than it is a movie or a game. It's really down to, and it's an experiment. It's like having sex for the first time, which not it's not good. It's, it's great exactly, that you've done it, but at the same time, it could be better. But at the same time, there are more than a thousand different outcomes. Yes. Pun on the comes. <laughs> Pun on the comes. <laughs> it was very good. I Thank you. Proud, I like I that. I, well, I mean, I called you out, but uh, you did a great job. All right. I'm proud of you. Fair enough. I'm um, like your mother over here. I what are some? It. What are some of the choices? I'm not sure what to do with that one. What are some of the choices... Uh, that you made in this because I, it's, well, we can go through some of the s- yeah. simple ones and then we'll go to some of the bigger ones. Because the thing that annoyed me in the very beginning was the choices that seemed incredibly inconsequential. Like what kind of cereal do you want? It may not what, be that way though. Yeah. As we learn later on, all the choices do have some impact, but it was just right off the bat. Some of the, well, that might be just warming you up to it, but Maybe. like in one scene, you choose what cereal you want, which sounds stupid. And it is when you have to do it, but but you're just warming up. They're making sure you're paying attention. You know what's going on. There's no consequence here. There's well, there's slight consequence. It's nothing <laughs> of consequence. Just Everything slight consequence. has consequence in this. Um, so your cereal that you choose, I noticed that I chose Frosted Flakes, and later on that commercial popped up on a TV that they were watching with a Frosted yeah. Flakes commercial. I chose so slightly the other, I chose the puffs, the, other ones. the Quaker Puffs or yeah. whatever, which I chose later on. And um, one of the characters, he said something, Colin, man with bad tongue, who looks like somebody's pawpaw, which is what we call it here in North Carolina when you look like an old person. Pawpaw. Pawpaw. That is Papaw. grandfather. <laughs> yes, that's grandpa. In other, in other widely accepted English vernacular. Yeah. And uh, he it just... He had pop-all tongue. Yeah, he had pop-all tongue, dude. Continue. <laughs> um, he makes some acknowledgement. I don't know if there's any play by the cereal you choose, but whenever you show the people your game for the first time, Stefan or whatever, yeah. um, Colin Pop-all makes a different... <laughs> he, he makes a different choice. <laughs> he, he's either aware of the Bandersnatch book or he's not right and his choice there is different but maybe we should talk about the game he's making a little bit it's a so bandersnatch is the game that uh stefan is creating it's a choose your own adventure game based on the book i think i touched on that in that 60 second thing you touched on the turtleneck a long time right after the turtleneck but yeah so it's a game he's programming and one of the very first choice, one of the very first big choices you have to make. So it starts out, he goes to, he's is going what to a, cereal. He's going to a job after the cereal and which cassette you're picking out. Um, he's going to a job interview with a um, video games company. And Colin is somebody that he's played like a lot of his games and he's like a games designer. He's his and hero. So he, he is, he is his his Matt Skiba. He is geeking out me. over this guy. And so very early on, you have the choice of 
they are going they want to buy this game and they give you the chance that they are going to help fund you and hire you to bring it on and they want you to do it at the office um and if straight or not do it at the office do it at home program everything work by yourself which um, is what i chose the first time yeah it's what i chose the first time too partially because i did have this spoiled for me but if you choose like a logical person if you choose yeah i'm gonna accept this job it immediately cuts straight to the end where it's like December, the game has come out and everybody like pans it and says it's bad. Yeah, you get and, a 2.5 and there's a little fucker who's like, yeah. you don't you want to just wrangle that kid up and just give him a good old <laughs> tussle him up a little bit? That was one of the more unbelievable aspects of this was that in 1984, there's two dorky people on TV reviewing computer games and calling them good or bad. You know, we used to have something like that locally. Did we? Yeah. I certainly haven't seen they it. I used to review. It was called Chuck Rock or something like that. Chuck Rock. It was came on like uh, Cat TV, mm. which was like Channel Six. That does sound painful. And it bad. was. I called <laughs> in one time. This is this is equally as bad though. So yeah. So that's the first major choice you make. Um, and again, so Bandersnatch is also there's like a demon or something in there. <laughs> it looks like old Greg after he he's given up Bailey's. <laughs> Like he is strung the fuck out. I looked at that. I was like, "Oh, Greg, is that you? What you doing in my waters, boy?" <laughs> uh, he gave up the funk, man. That's I don't know. He gave up Bailey's, gave up funk, and if this you, is what he's doing now. If you now. haven't seen Old Greg, YouTube it. Oh, you need to come, see that. Come old back Greg, to us, the and, Mighty Boosh, and tell us that that Black Mirror Old Greg was. Uh, worth your watch or not side but. tangent first time i saw old greg i didn't get it but the second time i did yeah i have i had the same experience where i was like what the fuck is this i was like why is this man dressed this way second or what third is going on second or third time i was like i get it <laughs> yeah <laughs> it made that, sense i had a profound experience i was like calling where i was like i get it i'd want yeah, to i'd want to write this entire game on my own and put lots of stress on myself and have six weeks to finish this game kind of like salad fingers you ever see that no i've never seen that oh that one's a weird one but it's it's kind of funny in a demented way so after stefan goes home after he if you so it obviously ends if you accept the job and then stay there to your, do your job the, the game comes out and like they, a regular person they say it was done by committee and it's bad so whatever. So the You're only other fucked. the only other real choice to keep this going is to choose to do it on your own. So he goes and finishes this or work works on the game uh, by himself, and we see that he is gradually a person that is losing his mind. He also sees a therapist too he regularly. Does, he does see a therapist regularly, and his he has dad, issues with his dad. His his dad is out of touch. His mom is deceased, which we l- learn later on. Um, she died in a train wreck. She died in a train wreck, but he blames himself because of the rabbit doll and he couldn't find it. And then she left without him and then the train derailed. So that's that's the thing that happens in this. There's so uh, many choices. It's really hard to review. There were, especially because nobody probably has the same experience. I'm sure they do. Twice. And, well, yeah. Well, at one point well, you, you can will say, if you choose the same thing every time or if you never if you only leave your cursor on the left side of the screen, I guess. That <laughs> you could always make the same choices. Yeah, because if you don't do it in 10 seconds, it'll do it for you. Um, yeah, and then at one point, he, the, he notes Stefan, the main character, notices that someone's taking control of him. And in an instance that you could say, hey, this is Netflix, and you explain stuff to him, which, <laughs> and then it turns into some crazy madness. Which I didn't realize how meta and kind of 
funny that choice was to try to explain to somebody from 1984 what Netflix is. And we're from the 21st century. We're yeah. in the future. It's a they Because the stuff pops up on the screen where you have the choice to tell them what it is or just be mysterious. And I was like, nah, tell them what it is. See what it's because I, I wanted to see what it was going to spell out on the screen. And it said it's a 20, it's a streaming entertainment platform from the 21st century. And Stefan, he's already freaked out. And he's like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, he's like, he's retarded. <laughs> he He's like retarded, which is probably not politically correct, but I said it and I apologize. Yeah. But he's retarded. And he, <laughs> you have to keep explaining it to him. You explain, you give him a little more information. He's like, I still don't understand it. And you have to explain a little bit more. he has more. to go and talk to his therapist about it. About yeah. what Netflix yeah, is. Yeah, and this is where it gets great. This is where it really goes off the rails. The best ending. Um. <laughs> So you're giving the choices. The the therapist is like, well, if somebody from the future was watching you, don't you think it'd be, you know, more action or whatever? You said if this is if this is something that's being done for entertainment, wouldn't it be more interesting? Yeah, something and have more action lines. to yeah. it or something. And then your choices were yeah and fuck yeah. Me and Jake, who what? didn't experience didn't experience it together, we both noted that we said fuck yeah because why wouldn't you? Yeah, what person would be like yeah? So your therapist stands yeah. up, whips out two <laughs> batons, and says, come fight me. And your choices are jump through the window or fight her. Well, obviously, we decided to fight obviously, her. Obviously, yeah, we decided to fight the therapist who's... Suddenly, this has turned into, like, a martial arts match. <laughs> it's crazy. And she's like, come on, I dare you. And she's, like, kicking. I will say, definitely more entertaining than watching them be sad about his mom and the rabbit doll or whatever. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And then dad comes in there out of nowhere, and oh, your dad, and he holds you up like to the you, wall and he's yes. choking you out. <laughs> your options are then karate, karate chop or kick, kick him, him in the balls, balls. which now, we both chose balls. Yeah, for real. Who, who, I wanted to get out of there. I knew he could. Uh, it didn't work <laughs> out. The dad drags you. He winds up in what? Is that the ending where it just ends and he's like in the, they put him in a. They like put him away somewhere. He doesn't go to jail, but he goes to like a. Oh, I have no idea. It may start over at that point. Hmm. Um. So I don't know. But there were so many endings. I like. I spent like two hours. At one point, you're doing acid with Colin. You had a choice beforehand to do acid or not right. do acid. Because you end up doing acid anyway. Because he's in the hole. Right. He's in the rabbit you think, hole. You think it's a choice, but guess what? Even if you choose not to do acid with Colin, he puts it in your tea. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like a bad date. Um, he roof, he roofies Stefan. Uh, essentially. But I, I really like the effect where they were both tripping out, though. I thought that that scene was pretty cool. I like the dialogue about Pac-Man. I really enjoyed that where yeah. he was like program and control is what PAC stands for. Yeah, he's, and then, he's talking about how everybody thinks Pac-Man is a happy game, but he's stuck in a grid and he can't get out. And if you get out of the maze, yeah. then you come out on the other side and all you're doing is consuming and running from your own fears. Yeah, he's like, everybody, everybody thinks it's a happy game is actually a fucking nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was really good commentary. I thought that was really good. Yeah, I, like, uh, I, did, I did like that. I like the whole scene where they were on acid. I thought that was well done. I think visually it looked good in the sound effects. It it was pretty good. Yeah, you can. Well he was rubbing on the walls and stuff. Yeah. Um. At, and then immediately after that, you go out in the balcony, and Colin's like, oh, "I'll prove yes. it to you. I'll prove that this is. There's nothing a consequence. You just yeah. It's a bunch of endings. Because well, yeah. Everybody's there's multiple existences and multiple 
yeah things go whatever multiple universes whatever he was on about <laughs> and then he he was like who's gonna jump off this balcony and you're really high up and yeah, say that you like, or him it's one of us he's like one of us is gonna jump and then so, you choose yourself mm-hmm. the game's over and the game sucks <laughs> but it's if you choose colin ending. you keep going and old greg makes an appearance <laughs> again like damn old greg what's up boy what you been up to in the past like 10 years because stefan is on a really bad trip at this point he's just watched colin jump off this balcony and he splatters like I really oh. liked Colin too. He I splatters like a bowl of spaghetti falling on the ground. It like the sound effect. Mom spaghetti. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's his wife. That's what it sounds like when his head hits the concrete. <laughs> yeah, his old lady <laughs> comes in there. She's like, "Where's Where's Colin? Have you Have you seen him?" And that's when old Greg behind ex- her. This is also exactly what she sounds like. Yeah, it's you exactly. Close my eyes and I swear I was watching Bandersnatch. And then you wake <laughs> up from a dream, like you could have done it or you couldn't have done it. You get the great dialogue about Pac Man, I guess. And then you have another <laughs> choice whenever you get to who's doing this. It's no longer Netflix. Is no longer a choice. It's PAC, which is PAX. Yeah, program and control. I think one of the other ones, the first time around, where he asked who's doing this. Um, there's a symbol, they call it a glyph, but it's basically the split path thing. The kind of the oh, whole, like a flow chart. Yeah, exactly. The whole thing that's been going on during this and that he's designing as part of the game as well. Your choice goes into two other choices. Yes, because that glyph was a thing that the author of the original Bandersnatch novel... Who went crazy and killed his wife who, also. Yes, did go crazy and kill his wife. And he... Uh, didn't, he didn't that documentary say that he used her own blood to, to write like, the symbols write on the walls. Oh yeah. My God. Yeah. It could, this it quickly goes into some dark, dark territories here. Like when you kill your father. Yes. And you have to decide if you want to bury his body or chop his body up into tiny toilet chunks. The first, that was, that was a very funny choice, but the first time that came up and it was like, just go to the other room or kill dead. That was the other option. I was like, oh, it's like back off, back, back off, off or kill dead, which I thought was like the weirdest, most like angsty teen sort of dad was really sweet. in some of the choices I made, I tried hard some not to them. kill dad. He seemed like a He seemed like a dick sometimes, but he also just seemed like he was just kind of out of touch. That's just called being a man. That's Jake. just called being. Yeah. It's just called, called being a man. Being a middle-aged man is you're out of touch with things that are cool. I'm losing touch. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that. I didn't quite do that, but anyways, you are gonna have to kill dead in a lot of these. Um, the version I watched was Stefan grabs a glass uh, ashtray. I think that's the one everybody gets, and knocks him, clocks, just clocks him upside the head, and he immediately is just bleeding profusely and. Dad's a one dies. punch knockout for real. Dad's he's soft. After that man's soft. After they built, especially if you do the packs thing and they build him up to be like this super secret agent or whatever. Yeah, to have him go down in one hit, total pansy. But also, <laughs> I think that's a little bit of paranoia too. That's it's you always get you don't always get a different outcome, but the choices that you make will give you a different experience. And I think that's part of the intrigue about this whole thing is yeah. everybody wants to see, well, what happens if I do this? What happens if I do that? There's even some stuff that I've wondered about while we're sitting here, even yeah, since I've gotten happen? to your house where I'm just like, well, I got to get back there and check and just see what that does, what that does. But who knows what other doors that are open where I'll be like, well, how did I get here? And you need to write down how you do it because you can do like the slightest change and something different happens. 
Yeah, that that's kind of the thing we were talking about earlier. Is as this as a story, it's not necessarily that interesting, but just the fact that there are so many different possibilities and outcomes, hinging on even the smallest details, like whatever fucking cereal, cereal you vinyl eat. record you choose. Yeah. I think this is a very cool idea. I think it's well done. I'm not sure. Minus the story. Minus the story. The story is kind of, it's the most, I'm not even sure how to describe it. It's fine for what it is. It's enough to keep you interested, but you're not, you're probably not going to be thinking about this too, too much. Uh, I'm still thinking about it. Like, well, what you just did it. Could I you did it this morning, though, didn't you? Yeah, you ran through. Or I've spent like two last... hours on it. Yeah, yeah. trying to see if I could get back to something because I wanted to see what decision I could make. I, it definitely holds your attention for a while. In some ways, it's kind of a novelty because, I mean, if there was like a whole bunch of stuff like this, like out there, you wouldn't really care, and maybe you no. don't get the best ending. And depending on what kind of ending you got, will affect the way you think about it. Because if I got like a shitty ending, which I did a couple of times, yeah, I'm like, I don't really care about this. But if you got like a good ending, like chopping up dad's body, that always gives a good ending. I think this definitely appeals to a certain type of people. It's not. It's definitely not something for everybody because people that are not used to either playing games or the concept of a choose your own adventure book or whatever. I think everybody should do it once. Maybe, but I, I, I don't think it'll catch on with the general public as much just because it's, I don't know. It's like going to see 3d movies in the theaters. (laughs) You do. You're wasting your money. Well, this is, I mean, it's free if you have Netflix, but also it's, it doesn't run on certain versions. I mean, it's basically, I think we said it already, either computer or game console. Yeah. A or PlayStation 4, we know for sure. Work. Yeah. And then, well, you said you knew that uh, computer worked, laptop. Yeah, laptop's fine or whatever, but I don't know. It's, um, I, I enjoyed it, but I don't think for me personally, it's not something I'm going to go back and try to trigger different endings. I think I've, I've run through it maybe two or three times and that's probably, probably enough for me. I have the red button syndrome. I've ran through it. I probably have five or six different endings. A lot of times I end up in jail. One time I died. Well, two times I died because I jumped off the building. Yeah. Um, Just to see if anything different would happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just like Colin says, you know, you just come back. Like Pac-Man, you die and you come back. Yeah. But eventually Pac-Man runs out of life. Comes out the other side of the maze. Um, It's something that I like and I want to see the endings too. And I actually may go back and watch some of the Black Mirror stuff just to see. Obviously, the writing's not very strong on... Well, I can't say the writing's not strong. Story's not strong on this one. I think some of the writing, like the Pac-Man thing, or everybody's talking about choices and stuff like that, it's stuck in there. There there are bits and pieces of this that I think are pretty good, especially the very meta stuff with like the Netflix and stuff. It's like, are you afraid of the dark for yeah. adults? It was it was good to see that something like that inserted in there. And it's like I like Twilight that, Zone. Yeah, I like that Netflix has a little bit of self-awareness. Uh, we're going to spoil the whole thing. Um, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Um, if you don't care if that's spoiled or not, continue listening. Do you think it's if, worth a watch? Uh, you know what? Honestly, we watched this because we wanted... we. Pick something out that we thought would be a dumb thing to watch that we could make fun of. We're going to bash the fuck out. And we are about to. (laughs) I enjoy pinatas. Now, having said that, I didn't think this was that bad. I thought it was just the right amount of ridiculous that it was fun. It didn't take itself seriously. I thought that it was, and I was like, well, what the fuck is this going to be about, stupid? That is the... Let's wreck it. (laughs) That is the most... 
that is the best thing about this is that it doesn't take itself seriously. It's almost a pear, a, <laughs> a pear, which is also trying, considered a fruit. It is considered fruit. I was going to say a parody of horror movie genres and horror movie genre mashups. Although it's really not particularly graphic or scary. It's, it's more like a drama and a comedy. Kind of, it's a dramedy. Yeah, it's it's really all over the place, isn't it? It's <laughs> yeah. I thought this was all right, though. It wasn't uh, it wasn't that bad. Our expectations were extremely low. It's not good, uh, but but we may watch the sequel just see how it ends because the fucking sequel like it's uh, this blah. the sequel from the trailer we saw in one of the last movies we went to see Bumblebee. I think uh, it looked exactly like they reuse half of this movie for the sequel. So it'll be interesting to see where the path split is. <laughs> Long hair, don't care. I'll watch it, just see the ending. So this movie is, there's the main character is named uh, Tree. Teresa. Which, which is short for, yeah, Teresa, or it's the British... Teresa. 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 Uh, so she's a she's a college student of an ambiguous age. Man, who, she ain't nothing but a Blake Lively lookalike. She does look a lot like Blake Lively. She's very pretty. But she does look a lot like Blake Lively. Ooh, I was try- you can't the- say stuff like that no more. <laughs> the whole the first half of this movie, I was trying to figure out. I was like, who does this girl remind me of so much? She's got such a familiar looking face. So she finds herself in the situation where she finds herself reliving her birthday, which is on Monday, the 18th of whatever month it is. We don't really know. Yeah, you don't really know. Uh, no, they never say. It's never explicitly stated. I assume it's warm outside. It's set in what we assume it is. Hello? <laughs> we figured out it was Louisiana because we we looked at it. I was like, this isn't California. They live in a big sorority house that looks like an old You're ornate, a geographic connoisseur. Like plantation. I saw palm trees. I saw some old looking houses. I was like, this doesn't look like California at all. It looks like someplace in the south. Hell yeah. I was guessing Savannah or New Orleans. Turns out New Orleans. New Orleans. And we also see Who uh, she gets pulled over by a Louisiana uh, State Patrol. She later. does, and he dies. He does. He dies a very horrific, but pretty funny death, we, we have to admit. Yeah, it's all bullshit. So so she finds herself repeating the same day over and over again because there's a killer in a baby mask. That which is, is their school's mascot. That's which, why the baby mask is being wore. I had some issues with that. Well, that's like the <laughs> dumbest mascot. If I went to a school where there was a baby... On like my helmet or something like that, I'd be like, "Yeah, fuck this." You shit. would not, yeah, you would not be a football player that's suiting up that has a big weird baby head. It's a cartoon baby head that has one big tooth and rosy red cheeks and a big and Adorable one single shit, stupid one, as fuck. One single curled hair in the middle of it. That was a very unsettling image. It wasn't what? necessary, but it is necessary because the killer keeps wearing the mask <laughs> of the baby, so you're constantly reminded that their mascot at that school is a fucking baby. And this does the classic thing we see in movies where Aborted. It's, it's set in all right. It was set <laughs> it was set, it was set in, I'm doing air quotes now, college or at a college where it's just this vague college with a vague mascot. And people with bad sideburns. People with really bad sideburns. The, uh, the guy she keeps waking up to. Who, Carter. Yeah, we think at the beginning it was like she was drunk and they just like hooked up. But it turns out he's actually a pretty good guy. Yeah, he took her home and laid her out. Took her pants off. He, but he also he folded like, them. And then t- he folded them and tucked her into bed. Yeah, because, how <laughs> sweet is that? Leave her pants on, man. He's kind of a weird guy. Yeah. He had some Let me see very, what the night before happened. He had some very bad hair. 
You specifically oh, had an God. issue with his sideburns in the his same way. His sideburns like curled out and they were just dumb as fuck. Cut your <laughs> shit, stupid. Bad hair. He had some very thin like he where he was like letting his sideburns dog. grow in as well. His hair And they were like... paper thin. Yeah. Yeah. We had a, I had, You pointed it out and I couldn't stop seeing it. I had almost as much issue with his sideburns as I did with Stefan wearing that turtleneck to bed in Snatch. Yeah. <laughs> was that European? No, not not again. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> so, ba- so yes, she finds herself on her birthday, and the person that in the baby mask keeps killing her. And after about the second or third day, she realizes that she's repeating the second day over and over again. Is it like Groundhog Day? We don't. She doesn't know. She's never seen it. She doesn't even know Which who Bill Murray is. At the end of the end of the movie, she doesn't even know who Bill Murray is. By the way, <laughs> this is where the second one takes off. Spoiler alert! So any kind of resolve in this one will equal death. Is immediately undone. It yeah, seems like the second one. It's the same fucking day. It's annoying. <laughs> we, we, before we started watching this, we started talking about the pre the the sequel, and how. Well, how would they possibly do this? Well, after watching this, we realized they're just going to show the same thing again. But why does it keep repeating? Who knows? But yeah, so she, the the thing she has to get to the bottom of is... Teresa. Who is Teresa, or Tree? Who is her killer? Well, she's got a couple list of suspects, Ryan. Who are they? Her gay lover. Is it is it this weird guy that stands behind a, a pillar? A pillar who's and gay just, and he doesn't really like women. It turns out that he is gay because she uh, stalks him. She she stalks him even though he was supposedly stalking her. He's watching cops make out and she's like, oh, oh. Yeah, she gets it. That's like my wife. She gets really excited about gay men. She thinks they're cute and she wants to pinch them. I don't I don't get it. I don't ever want to pinch yeah, anybody. It's funny but, how okay, she went whatever. from thinking this guy was like a total creep to being like, oh, he's just confused. But he did look like a horse. He did. He had some very large teeth. Oh, it was he all had pushed a, to the front like Mr. Ed. Yeah, he had a smile that made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> I think I'm we trusting. Said, we said Mr. Ed looking motherfucker at one point in this. There was also And we're not wrong. Go back and watch it. Yeah. He's Mr. Ed. Dude, it's a red box. <laughs> Um, there's also the doctor who, uh, who or the, is, who the is British professor, professor, <laughs> he's a professor, the professor. You thought I was going to let that slide, but you did it for yourself. I did it. So he's a professor, but he's also a doctor and he's also having an affair with tree. They've Ter- been fucking around. Tree Teresa. She keeps going to see him at the hospital. We think it was because she's being tested for an STD. Yeah, but, <laughs> but that bitch is just a fucking slut. She's really just fucking the doctor, who's also a professor and, and married to his like wife and shit. Was the hospital supposed to be on campus or off campus? I Who knows? It really wasn't. <laughs> just didn't really make sense. But then his wife showed up and she was like playing it cool and shit, and she was like, "Oh no, I no, we're not doing like weird stuff like that." At one point, we you thought that she could be the killer, but we only see her twice. So she still she, could be. She's oh, you're right. There is a That's sequel coming right. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's not really it's not really made clear. We only see her like twice though. But yeah, so they're they're having an affair. I guess <laughs> they make out. We, we don't see, know if they'd be fucking. We see them make out like once, and then he says like some stuff to her. But he's also like her doctor at one point because she's you know checked out her cootie cat. She he's well he's giving her some X rays, and he's like you have been stabbed like. 84 times. I think it was only twice. You should be dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the blunt force trauma and this, scar tissue from yeah, the time she's been She's got a lot of scar tissue. The, it's like... And then repeated the day. This was like the sixth or seventh time she's had to repeat this day. I'm not sure if it was after the montage or not. 
because we get a very clear count in the beginning and then it just kind of like speeds up real fast. As, yeah, yeah. To a great pop song. Um, mm, an okay pop song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it wasn't Katy Perry or anything. Um, so eventually she gets her shit together and she decides to befriend Carter was the man she keeps waking up to. And Who she, keeps giving her Tylenol that folded her pants. Yeah. And she knows where his Tylenol is, but he can't ever find it. He keeps it hidden under his underwear or something he, on his desk. He's stupid. Yeah, and, he's, he's a bit clueless, but he's, but he he's helps a nice her out. guy. Yeah. yeah, and then she finds out that they didn't hook up the night before, so she's like, oh, it's so precious. And then what he a low, her what, First life. of all, what a low bar to set to impress a woman is that... <laughs> The lowest possible bar you could set is that he didn't take advantage of her while she was drunk. Jake. So that's so that's how he knew, or that's how she knew that he was a good guy. Is that he didn't he didn't do that? I think if you he don't still, take advantage of a woman, that's a good thing. What do you think, Jake? I think that is a good thing. Perfect. Yeah, that's the that's the moral of the story: is don't be a fucking creep, weirdos. Also, speaking of fucking creeps, what did you think of the guy at in the, at the <laughs> at the house that had the, the full disco setup? <laughs> there was a guy trying to so hook up with before, her before that. Before that, she <laughs> so it's her it's her birthday. She goes to what what we assume is a surprise birthday party. She opens the door to the fraternity house that this is being staged at. And there's the guy uh, and he's got the the baby mask on and she just decks him. She just fucking clocks this guy right. Knocked him the fuck out. Looking at you Friday. (laughs) This looked so funny. It was she just perfectly just right across to the face. Just laid this dude out. It was so funny. I really like that part. I laughed out loud when she just decks this guy. <laughs> I think the kids call that LOLing. <laughs> I definitely lulled at that. It's so later. So it's the same guy. We see uh, one of her sorority sisters is flirting with this guy in a very obvious sort of way. Who is not the killer? He's just some kind of yeah, dickless he's, fucker. He's just a big weirdo. We see him. Ta- he's put, handsome. He though. puts on the baby mask like one more time. It really wasn't clear whether this was the sorority. It was a red herring. House. Yeah. So we so we go up to his room. She follows him in there, and he's like, "Is he gone or is he what? Is he well? Guess what? He's behind her, and he's in the baby mask, but he's not the killer." No, 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 no. He says, "Welcome to the pleasure dome," <laughs> and rolls the disco ball and some lights and some stupid ass techno music. <laughs> he, he he does the funniest. I think the funniest. <laughs> he does this weird ass dance with this very loud, very shit music playing. People were desperate for sex, and we see <laughs> in college. She's not impressed. By, she is. She's not impressed by any. But of this. she would probably bang him. But the music is so loud, she doesn't notice that the real killer has also snuck in the room behind him, and she's looking at her phone like some dumb twerp. She, <laughs> well, this dude is getting knifed. He's the music's too loud, and she doesn't hear his dying screams. So long. But, <laughs> it was your time. Natural selection's a bitch. Isn't we don't. It? We. She repeats the day over and over again. We never see this guy again, do we? That no, was probably for the best. <laughs> it was for the best. Why did that one girl have a crush on him? He was an idiot. <laughs> idiots love idiots, Jake. Duh. <laughs> she did that very obvious thing where she have did, you never dated like she did like multiple hair flips her girl? and did. <laughs> well, you ever been she with a girl like a goat, <laughs> or you know, tried to get a girl and she was like, you're like, yeah, I'm the good guy, but then she wants to go off with the guy is like the pill head and it's like. Yeah, I like to shoot up. She's like, oh my god, I can change him. He's been in jail three times. I love him. Uh, no, I've not been in either one of these situations. Oh. But 
I think you have a story to tell there at some point. So we'll save it. We'll save it for happy week. Death Day. <laughs> um, I would say that I would give it like a five to a six out of a 10 out of a 10. <laughs> I don't think it, I think it's worth the watch. I think it's entertaining for what it is, but it is the, there's no replay value to it because it replays the once same you scene. Figure over out, and over once and over you figure again. out what happens and tree eventually does, she goes, to maybe this, because there's a fucking sequel. Yeah. To it. So that immediately her roommate is poisoned her with a cupcake for her birthday. What, what we, so eventually she puts the pieces together. She realizes that this is, there's a guy at the hospital named John Toombs. Who is uh, like a serial killer? Um, but he's who is not the real killer. He's not the real killer. He's a red herring. Yeah, he is a red herring. He doesn't have red hair, but he is a red herring. He doesn't really look like he has much as hair. Yeah, he's and he's bad a, teeth. He has bad teeth as well, Man. and a weird voice. I think there was a dead tooth in his in his mouth. But yeah, so he's been he's been set up. He's not the real killer. Um, she goes through this very heartfelt day though, where she thinks she's solved. She solved it. She knows who the, her killer is. But Carter has died in one of these days, so she winds up she killing herself to a clock to tower. save the person that she's going to have babies with. Uh, she does say that she wants to have his babies because he didn't take advantage of her while she was trying. Again, a very very low bar that we've set here. But so she climbs to the top of a clock tower, uh, which all colleges have. The clock tower in this case is directly connected to the hospital. Uh, they just walk through a door and they're there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was the so, plot strong? No, it was not very strong. Was the sense of setting or space very strong? No, also, no, 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 no. So this, uh, the hospital university, which we think is on campus, we're assuming, but also has a, it has a parking deck with 4,000 cars in it, which is interesting because there's three employees that work at this hospital. It's like going we to Walmart at the, late at night, you know, whenever you go we to Walmart and there's like there two is. cashiers. So there's her. There's John Toombs, there's one nurse, and then there's the doctor slash professor the cop. she was fucking earlier. Oh, and the security guard. So there's yep. five people. There's five people and there's 4,000 cars in this parking deck. Walmart, baby. <laughs> Go there at night. You figure it out and let us I, know. I quite quite like that. Thought that was a neat touch. Uh, so very, she, very realistic. So anyway, she climbs to the top of the clock tower. Instead of just jumping, she somehow has found a rope that she has tied to the top of the clock tower and jumps off and hangs herself. And this is a 40 foot rope that it anybody was, could find in a clock tower. Yeah. You know, they just, Quasimodo those, had said here, they just leave go. those laying around. I did. I thought that was a bit over the top. She could have just what about whenever she blew up in the car that was never hit, but it was spewing gasoline <laughs> okay, outside so that, of it. That was the one that was the day that was like right before this one. Cause they both were in the hospital and they had, there was like different, well, uh, we don't have to go in the details. It was just dumb. Well, if you she, see it, it's she dumb. winds up show the baby killer uh, chases her through the parking deck, which is full of cars. She steals a Mercedes off of uh, the dead doctor's body. <laughs> she pilfers his keys. Uh, she backs up into a car and destroys the other one, but there's no damage to the bumper of this Mercedes. So you know German build quality. I don't. I'm sure you for Germany. Yeah, exactly. Take down the wall and we dance with David Hasselhoff. So she does the thing that you suggested that you would have done on like the second day, which is just leave the state. Yeah, get the just fuck drive out. But really I would have got out away. a long time ago. Go visit your parents. Just do fucking anything do else. You, than what you're baby. Doing. So she she drives for a while, gets pulled over by the cop. I wouldn't drive fast. I drive like a grandma. Yeah. Grandma. She, she gets pulled over and she realizes she was like, oh shit, if I get arrested, that means I'll be in a locked jail cell. And Guess what? Bitch, you're wrong, girl, because that shit don't happen. That bastard come up in there. She thinks it's going to protect her, but guess what? 
That bastard done run over a cop, a cop. He, st- he can steal cars too, right? Yeah, he ran over the police, police, and he said, nah, he girl, mowed, I'm smoking a cigarette. He mowed this motherfucker down. Blow her up. He, it, it never touches the car, but apparently... The gasolina. The gas tank on her Mercedes is leaking now. No, it was on the cop car, bro. Oh, on the, oh, sorry. On the cop car. That never moved, never shifted. That never moved. It never got hit by anything, but the gas tank is leaking. There's a lot of plot holes it's there. It's formed the perfect trail back to the car that the baby killer has stolen. Because that baby it. no, dude. He lights a match, drops it, and guess what? The shit was fire. Tree. Fire content. Tree gets blown the F up. Yeah. <laughs> Poor girl. Poor girl. Uh, so yeah, that happens. Uh, eventually, she does figure out who the killer is, though, because after she kills John Toombs, the day resets again. But why? Because she had a motherfucking cupcake that she her roommate done had she made. She hasn't broken the. That loop. was poisoned. She kills that guy, and then she eats the cupcake with Carter, and realizes that she dies in her sleep. Have you ever ate a cupcake from another lady? Have you ever really ate a woman's cupcake? Yeah, you ate a woman's that. cupcake. I've done that before. I've had a couple provided to me that were homemade. You like homemade cupcakes? Yeah, I prefer them over store bought. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, they're moist. They're they have the right texture. The right amount of frosting on it. If they're correctly baked. Yeah, with a single candle. Yeah. that you blow out. Mm. Delicious. And of course, innuendo aside, though, scrumptious. This did not look like a very good cupcake. I probably wouldn't have ate it either. It was red velvet. Why you don't like red velvet? So her roommate gives her this cupcake in every version of the day, and she never eats it. She like throws it on the ground or throws it in the trash because she's fuck yo cupcake. Because I like store bought bitch. She's not a very polite person. Mm, you ain't nothing but being, a slut. Of slut. For being honest. So her roommate's very strange. We've barely mentioned her. I don't remember. Was it Laura? Laurie? Something. We'll call her roommate. She's always wearing scrubs, though. I don't want no scrubs. <laughs> She's always wearing scrubs. Uh, Why are you always making so TLC references? <laughs> I don't. I don't chase waterfalls, man. What? Don't ever do it. Creep going creep. But <laughs> creep, creep, creep. <laughs> <laughs> the other guys. That's the reference you're looking for. And um, so she finally figures out that it's her roommate that does this. Because she's been fucking with somebody that the roommate been trying to holler at. We don't know who the guy is that she's upset about, though. But we know she can't throw a motherfucking lamp to save her life. Okay, before we get to the lamp throw, which was probably my favorite part of this movie. Um, so she says that where you were did something to this guy that I liked. We don't know who it is. We're, we know that they don't fucked. It's never explicitly said who it is, though. It's mm-hmm. not someone we see on camera. And she's like, "Really? You did all this because of a guy?" And she it was says, a gay guy." And she, it, it could have been, but her roommate says, "You're also a dumb bitch." And she yells it really loud. Yes, she does. She said it's but also, not very <clears throat> well. <clears throat> You're a dumb bitch. I mean, it was kind of like that. It was nothing like it, that. <laughs> we just she was angry about it. She wasn't she, like <laughs> saying it like she was at some kind of party. Like, oh yeah, play that. <laughs> you a dumb bitch. It was hilarious. The her whole reason, her whole reasons for doing any of this were the dumbest reasons possible. So which Teresa you was possible. like, you killed me because of a guy? Yeah, and she said because you wrote to I'm not going to do it a second time. But, so they have what <laughs> I think is probably one of the funniest fight scenes I've ever seen. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> It was a strange tussle between two women 
who were not very strong. Who had some clear sexual tension between them, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think it was very clear that there was something going on with the roommate. I thought other, to myself, scissor me quite, timbers at was, one point. <laughs> I thought there was definitely something that was like unreciprocated or, or uh, un, unrequited uh, longing or anything, something going on between them. Oh, yeah. I, they never said it, but it definitely, that's what, the scenes before this, that's what it felt like I didn't like pick up me. on that, yeah. but part of me was a little bit hoping. It did. <laughs> it did. It did sort of feel like that to me. Like when they were punching each other, you were like, are they, are they going to they, they kiss? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you get kind of close, you know? I mean, we, we kind of thought that was going to happen, though. And, and they thrown a bunch of different genres at in us. In a movie that was this ridiculous, What's porno? Yeah. I would not have been surprised if it had suddenly just went that direction. But that's how it should have ended. So at one point, Love. at one point, Tree grabs a lamp and she threw well, she throws it not even close to the direction. Four of feet away. <laughs> we will we, post a picture. We paused it and watched, rewatched it four or five times. So her roommate is in the lower left of the frame. Uh, she grabs this lamp off the wall and throws it in a straight line and misses her by about four or five feet. It's not even the fucking, shade may have fell on. It's not the even roommate. fucking close. <laughs> you take that. It was one of the. We, we just watch the movie for that scene alone just for that scene alone where it was she could not and we've seen her like hit people like she clocks this dude in the face she accidentally beats one of her sorority sisters with a baseball bat that <laughs> sometimes you gotta do what you gotta the, do the poor girl that drank the chocolate milk and everyone got mad at Becky Becky got beat by a baseball bat give me that Becky <laughs> What else does she do? She's also like she goes around she, she naked at dude, one point. Yeah, she does. She kicks this dude in the nuts real hard, which I thought was that's our second kick week in dad a row. in the nuts. Yes, exactly. Another bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. She kicks him pretty good though. She, <laughs> but um, she kills the roommate, and, and then that's what the breaks, day that's what breaks the the or loop. So we think and until then, the sequel comes out. Yeah. Which we'll wait and see how that ends so up. She, how she winds up killing her is she force feeds her this cupcake and then just she like, punches her in the throat. Yeah, she punches her in the throat, feeds her the cupcake, like, oh. and then like kicks her out the window. And she falls about ten feet and just her head splatters, uh, kind of like Colin in Bandersnatch, like look like some spaghetti hit in the ground. That's if you what, chose that, that's the sound effect we heard. Splat. <laughs> Overall, I think I'll watch the sequel. I think we're going to have to now since we've invested so much in this first part. we got to see how they go Which, back and ruin ruin it even more. Ruin the resolution of this. But this was a movie that we definitely watched because we thought it was just going to be terrible. But honestly, not that bad. It, kind of a fun watch. Really dumb movie. We're not, we're not going to lie. We haven't suffered some kind of massive hit. It trip. didn't take itself seriously. No, if it that, did, that then was, that would be a different story. And that story. was the most fun thing about it. Even like the Groundhog Day reference at the end. We like that. Um you know, it's it wasn't a bad watch, honestly. If you're about if you're if you're half drunk in the middle of the day and you happen to find yourself watching Happy Death Day, not you're gonna get some good laughs out of this. It's it's entertaining. It's it, just not it's worth watching again. Yeah, there, I'd say very little replay value unless you're seeing whether any of these punches and or props connect with the people they're being thrown at. <laughs> if it's a lamp, it's gonna miss by four feet <laughs> easily. <laughs> Look at this video of this this pit bull taking care of these kitties. <laughs> Sorry. You know when Ryan gets on his on animals. I love animals. Yeah. Oh my god. 
when we get to on animals yes. on Facebook, we know that it's it's close to to a wrap for this week. <laughs> well, Jake, is there anything going on in your life that you care to share here today? That we care to share? We we don't go we don't delve into personal things on this show. Okay, as we know by now. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Lava bar. Anything anything else you want to wrap up about Happy um, Death Day, the first part, because there's a sequel now? No. Um the I would say that the man who killed Hitler and Bigfoot will probably be terrible. And I don't know. Probably one of the better titles I've heard of a movie. Well, yeah, because it's like a legend. Um I, fucking Sam Elliott. Yeah. He was also a living legend. But. Yeah. Oh, that mustache. Oh, I think of a legend. Yeah. No, I have nothing else to add. I'm just All excited right. about going to my house and listening to Jawbreaker. So that's going to be <laughs> my life at this point. Like aliens and NASCAR. <laughs> my God. <laughs> Papa? Is that you? <laughs> Papa? <laughs> Uh, well, Ryan, I think it's about time that we we, we got to our, our main our main topic of the week, oh, and boy. it's about time to explain uh, the situation we had. So the situation we had <laughs> was we were going to watch Glass came out a couple weeks ago, and that was what we were going to talk about Glass with Bruce um, Willis and Samuel Jackson and James Mc- McAvoy. McAvoy, I want to say Mac- McAvery. What yeah, that is incorrect. We'll but just call him McAvery. Yeah, we, we won't. We'll <laughs> we will. But Unless you edit it. Unless you, like, think, unless you think of another funny name of someone that, like... We'll call him James. James Mraz. James. <laughs> we'll just say so, an English accent. Like that. James. James. Well, we were going to watch that and review it, and I went and saw it yesterday, and you... What did you watch yesterday afternoon? I watched Impractical Junkers and took the, a nap. You watched the inside <laughs> of your eyelids. He texted me about 8.30 last night and said, I took a nap and forgot to go see the movie. Well, I didn't forget. I just took a nap and decided that it was too late for my, my brittle old ass to go out. But there is a silver lining in this. So doing this podcast and doing this podcast for about the last four months... We've realized that and we, doing it well and doing it well, we'll say, <laughs> as you know, we're going to give ourselves a, a pat on the back and a five star review for ourselves. Um, but sometimes we run into new stuff that's come out and we realize we haven't seen the sequels to that. And as we do, sometimes uh, we watch the sequels and other times or prequels. Other times we don't watch it. That didn't sound like us. Why would we do something like we that? We kind of. It's very professional. It's very much in our wheelhouse to sort of half-ass things sometimes. Um, so I saw Glass, but I haven't seen the first two movies in this trilogy that spans two decades now. The lucky rabbit was here. But, to but see the good both. news is that you have seen you've seen Split and you've seen what half of Unbreakable. I no, think. I've seen all of Unbreakable. <laughs> okay, good enough. So between the two of us, I think we are well prepared to to tackle this now. So having said that, Ryan, uh, you <laughs> I have see. 60 seconds to tell me all about uh, what the plot of Split was. Oh, what about Unbreakable? I'm going to do both. Uh, you're gonna, so you're going to do both in yeah, 60 can you, seconds? Can you give me a minute 20? I'll give you a minute 20. 70 seconds. All right. I like I'll give that. you an extra 10 <laughs> seconds to talk about Perfect. the other movie. Lay it out. Let Sef- me know when you go because last right. time you went and I was like I five do. seconds behind. I little peek behind the curtain sometimes. Okay. Sometimes we start the clock and don't tell the other one. A little little bit of cheeky cheeky manipulation <laughs> there. There. All right, Ryan, you have seconds. seventy seconds to describe two movies. Give me a halfway three, knowledge. Three, two, one, and go. So basically, Unbreakable starts out as 
This kid who is Mr. Glass, Samuel L. Jackson, he's a kid. His bones are very brittle, so he doesn't get along with a lot of kids. So he's he becomes a villain because of this. Bruce Willis realizes that he's strong later on because he befriends Mr. Glass in the future when they're both old men. And Mr. Glass is like, you're the purpose I'm me, and I'm the purpose you are you. So blah, blah, blah. All right, 23 seconds. We're doing great so far. So uh, basically... Is that the whole a, first movie? So. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, there's a train accident, and Bruce Willis survives. Mr. Glass did it. He finds out Mr. Glass is a terrorist. Turns him in. Boom. Into the first movie. You're fucking welcome. All right, we're halfway. 40 right, seconds. And, and split. Uh, so James... James is a multiply... He has multiple personalities. He takes three girls and... Um, like Eats two of them. I guess he eats them. I thought he just murdered them, but anyway... Anyway, it's been a while since I've seen that one, but he befriends one of his captors because she's been abused like he had been abused. Ten seconds. And uh, he doesn't attack her and he just goes away, but he's a beast and he's scary. Boo. Wow. You like that? Yeah, pretty good. You wrapped up with two seconds to spare. Hey, that's what I do. That's right. what the ladies like. Wrapping up with two seconds to spare. <laughs> two seconds. The ladies like 70 seconds. A pleasure. <laughs> Oh, I can't do it good. anymore. I can't well, do that. It's like guy. twice, twice as twice as long as normal. So James, <laughs> James, you'd McA- be proud of James me. McAvery. <laughs> yeah, James McAvery. Oh, McGavel. So he works at the he works at the zoo as well, doesn't he? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, well, that, that, that's okay. He's in, oh, fun. everybody's in Philadelphia because yeah. that happens too. Yeah, um, that's that that happens. That's yeah, but I mean, you get the gist. Yeah, we get the gist. There's a beast. There's a man made of glass, and there's a strong guy. And there's your three people. But when it came out, Split was not advertised as being a sequel to Unbreakable, or even as being in like the the same universe. That was like the surprise twist at the end that. Um, Bruce, Did your Bruce Willis. Touch. Yeah, exactly. That was the purple nurple at the end where Bruce Willis was. Guess what? He's after Elijah. He's after that guy. That's coffee. Got, he's got too many personalities. He's got too much going on. But he's in this. He's in the same universe. I've dated a couple of girls like that. The head. Well, let me 20, tell you, the these tw- beasts too. How many personalities did he have? Did they ever say? And they did in the in the split movie. I cannot recall because it's been a while since I've seen that. I think I, I saw thought, that last year. I thought it was like twenty three or something. Or it could be more than that. He had toothbrushes for every personality. They did that, and they did that in uh, class as well. When he gets uh, he gets captured uh, in his jail cell slash psychiatric room, he's got a toothbrush for every personality, yeah. which I thought was a nice touch. I noticed that. I was like, his, well, he's a very good actor to be able to portray oh, a bunch of different. Good. He's very good in this. The only one I didn't like was the little kid one. I thought he was a bit fucking annoying. The little kid one. Yeah, Hedwig or whatever his name is, where he's like nine years old forever. Oh, the, the what he portrayed. There isn't a character in the film who's an actor. Who's right. Nine no, his old. personality is, though. That personality is. Yeah. The Horde, I think they believe they're called. The Whoers. The Whoers. As Danny DeVito would say. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, Split was more like, uh, it was more like a thriller or kind of like a horror movie. A thriller. Very, it was thriller a very night. different tonalistically to these other two, though, wasn't it? Because because Unbreakable is kind of more of a... It's like a slow burn. Like, it takes a while, and then they befriend each other, and one has to let the other one know that he's a superhero, kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Cause, but he's not, neither one of them are really that super, though. Well... Which comes into play in this movie they are as well, super. I believe. Bruce Willis is kind of super. 
He's strong. He rips a car door open. Let's and he and bench presses paint cans, man. Paint cans. Paint cans. Are oh, they full? They are full. And there's also like other weights on there. Full, and his okay. kid's like trying to shoot him with a gun at one point in Unbreakable. So he's pretty intense. So he can't be broken unless he's that, water. Less water. <laughs> Which didn't M Night Shyamalan do the movie Signs? Uh, did he? I know he did the last Airbender. Well, because <laughs> oh, that was dreadful. Lady in the water. So we already know that. Uh, <laughs> we already know Bruce Willis. We stayed away from that one. For Sixth sure. Sense was great. <laughs> Sixth Sense was great. Good job, guys. Then the split was the, great too. And Brickle was good the too. The one with the trees where they killed everybody. Uh, the happening. The happening. John Leguizamo. We then still there love was you. The devil in the elevator one. Oh yeah, I what saw guy? that one too. <laughs> that was kind of like a B movie. It was the old lady. <laughs> Yeah. So, but yeah, tell tell me a little bit more about Split. What what if I what if what have I missed that I should have would have helped carry over into Glass that would have helped me? I don't know if there's really that much. I mean, he just takes these people captive and he's going to see a shrink, but I think he ends up killing the shrink. Okay. Um, because is he eater is just killer. I think he just kills her. Is I think the, he snaps her neck. Is the beast killer or is it one of the other personalities? The beast. Okay. And whenever he becomes a beast, he's just like you know, he's hulking. All yeah, his he, ripply he muscles and his I don't see, sweat I don't see how James, glistens on his body. Yeah. And his, his, um, it's, it's, he's an innie and not an outie. Yeah. I w- <laughs> Did he do the dog run in that one? Okay, get my inhaler. <laughs> <laughs> how much? Do- <laughs> That's not like an inhaler. Yeah. I'm was- your father. Yeah. <laughs> I am not Toshiro Mifune. <laughs> it's just a guy. Um, yeah, there's nothing really. I mean, probably, but I haven't seen it in a while. So, you know, like, fuck me. <laughs> what do you want from me? But you haven't seen this one either, though. So. We're not reviewing those movies. We're just leading up. To Fair what enough. It, so that brings me to my point. Okay. Jake, it's time to time your ass. All right, so I just get 60 seconds then since I don't have two movies to cover. I know. You really should get, like, 35 seconds. Uh, give me as much time as you think I need because I feel like a, this is a movie. Well, I don't know how good the movie was. Maybe it was terrible. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll come back. We'll come back to that here very shortly. <laughs> you have very 60 shortly. seconds on your mark. Get set. Go. All right. Guess what? Two, Bruce three, Willis. He's four. walking around. He's wearing a raincoat. He's after. Who's he after? James McAvoy. What's his real name? Kevin Wendell Scott. Kevin Wendell Scott. Kevin Wendell Scott. Guess what? That comes back later. Yeah, Beetlejuice. Exactly. Uh, so he's got a bunch of personalities, and he's kidnapped uh, four cheerleaders. He's going to eat them, or he's not going to eat them. Well, anyways, both of them get arrested because... The cheerleaders? Uh, no. There's four cheerleaders. Two of them. Two of them. Bruce Willis, James McAvoy. So Bruce Willis fights the beast, uh, and it's... He doesn't really beat them. It's at best a draw, and then they get arrested or something by the organization or the cops or some doctors. You Sarah, got 20 seconds, bro. Oh, God. So Sarah Paulson's there. She's like, hey, all you guys got superpowers. Oh, Samuel L. Jackson's there, too, and he's in a wheelchair, and he's, he's thinks, everybody thinks he's, like, crazy, but Ten. he's not. He's the smartest person ever. And then a bunch of people fight each other in a parking lot. and uh, <laughs> It's then, like a Walmart. They, <laughs> yeah, outside of the Walmart, and a, a bunch of people Time. die. Who dies? We'll get to that very shortly. It's too late. It's most people. Most people die. It's not a happy ending at all. Everybody dies. That's the twist. That's what Jake told That's me. That's the twist. Is bunch of it's Bruce dis- Willis disappointment. Dies. James McAvery dies, <laughs> and fucking Samuel Jackson dies. Okay, so 
if you haven't seen Glass, I'm not really going to bother describing this movie. Well, let's just bash the fuck out of it. Let's do this. You tell me something that you saw that <laughs> okay. you hated, and I'll Listen, just jump on bandwagon. This was a dumpster fire of a movie. I saw this with a friend of mine, and she really liked it. And I was like, really? She wears a helmet because and likes windows. I'm fa- no, she doesn't. But I was fairly certain she was asleep <laughs> in the middle of this because I looked over and she was breathing real heavy. <laughs> Maybe she saw James McAvery and she was breathing hard with his glistening How does he body. not like, burst a vein in his neck when he does the whole I don't know. thing? I don't know. He really hulks out there. He's a great actor. Yeah, and he's he really works good out in this. Too. He's probably the highlight of this. The, Are you every, saying his body is? Yes. That's really what I'm saying. I like how I like how he takes his shirt off constantly. He's like the guy in Bumblebee where he just he's always taking his shirt off for no reason and jumping and running on stuff. Usually whenever I go, there's like some fat guy doing that and nobody likes them. <laughs> no, like they just smell. Sl- just, just, a, just a shirtless, chubby man slapping his belly repeatedly. Let's play shirts like or skins in basketball yeah. and they like jump up and rub their body just all some Shrek looking motherfucker running around. Uh, okay, Ryan. Yes. So, like I said, this is a movie that is both, it just tries to be build up lots of dramatic tension, and I think it does that decently well in some parts. But also, the first two-thirds of this movie are boring. Slow burn. That's what they call it. Slow no, burn. No, it's, it's Sarah Paulson talking about people that have a delusion where they think that they are superpowered or have superpowers. But it's just like the talkiest movie you've ever heard. Like, nobody fucking shuts up in this. And it's just unnecessary information after unnecessary information after unnecessary information and wait what was the last part unnecessary information oh yeah, yeah that's <laughs> yeah. right <laughs> did i need to say that five times in a row or no, was that just three unnecessary information just three anyway. times Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah exactly um so bruce willis and james, james mcavoy and his other 24 or 47 personalities uh, get captured. Oh, so, no. uh, James McAvoy's power is basically that he, well, the beast is the only one that has like powers because he's like bulletproof or is he, he's somewhat bulletproof and he's kind of strong and he can run up a wall and he's got the ability to fuck anybody's wife in the room. I mean, maybe I don't think we see him do that, but he does eat people. Eat him out. <laughs> yeah. He might do that. He might do that. They don't show that, but he. Oh, they just, we just hear him like chowing down and. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's, it's, you hear um, it. You hear it. It's one of those sound effects where it's like, yeah. You know, my favorite part about you doing that is that you have the headphones on this week, so yeah. you, get, you get to experience that. It doesn't really that. bother me that bad. Eh. I'm in control. <laughs> yes. Well, anyways, so. The majority of this movie is spent in a psychiatric hospital that three people work at, I think. <laughs> you know, <laughs> budgets. That, since the wall and all that, and the government shut down. Right, know, exactly. Places exactly. exactly. The loca- There's not many locations in this movie. There's like a brick factory in Philadelphia, and most Woo! of it takes place in this hospital. And there's a parking lot. It's and in a parking lot outside where the grand the grand the grand finale of this movie takes place in the parking lot outside of the hospital. Seems like a Walmart. I've seen some action happen at the Walmart. I wonder if it's more interesting. You probably movie. got some action in a Walmart parking lot. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I used to be a little bit of a tiger. 
<laughs> but so she's trying to convince the three of them that they have delusions of being a superhero and they don't really have superhuman strength or superhuman abilities. This is just some kind of disorder that they all have. And you ain't special. That's really what she's saying. Ain't none of y'all special. That's very hurtful. Here's the, here's the thing about that, though. So she she convinces, we think she's convinced uh, Mr. Glass, Samuel L. Jackson's character. We think she's like broken him, basically, because we, oh, he's like... because he's made of glass. Yeah. He's fragile. He is very fragile. He's Fragility. got very brittle bones, but he's supposedly like the smartest person that fucking ever lived, I guess. I don't know. We don't really see much of that. Um... So he's like basically just slumped and walk roll around with his eye twitching for the first half of this movie. So it's like Stephen Hawking. Uh except he's alive. Yeah. Because Stephen he's Hawking alive. is dead and we'll be making an appearance in the new Ghostbusters <laughs> movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, it'll get more fucked up as we go, won't it? Can you do Stephen Hawking's voice in Ghost in, with Ghostbusters quote? I I would just Ask Siri to do like a mm. Siri voice. Oh, all right, fair enough. But bah, so, bah, bah, bah. so, so we think she's got everyone convinced. Uh, but until she doesn't, and then we realize <laughs> that okay. until she doesn't, until she doesn't, she, she doesn't really power. do that great of a job. So every and they're also being held in their own like individual like places in this hospital. So Glass is in like. A room that's got rocks in it, I guess. I don't know. Where if he moves, they throw like a rock at him, I guess. Um, they, <laughs> what kind of fucking uh, shit is that? This is this uh, is like Indiana Jones I shit. Le- I leaned over in the middle of this movie and I was like, this is not a very well run mental facility, I don't think. There's a lot of controversial practices that are going on in here. <laughs> I don't think this place is up to code, if you know what I'm saying. Well, she probably stored right through whatever you said. <laughs> I would I I'm not gonna lie, my eyes were getting pretty heavy in the first the first part of this. Um, and so there's cameras everywhere to make sure nobody leaves. Um, James McAvoy's character and also characters. Oh, I thought you meant you, you guys sleep in the theater. Yes. <laughs> so nobody leaves. No, we'll throw a rock at you. Like, <laughs> damn, dude. Um, so he's in a room where they've got like lights set up that if whenever he like gets aggressive or whatever, or aggressive personality emerges, that they flash him with the lights and they make him switch to a more like character that's easier to control or whatever. Uh, Bruce Willis's room is connected to a big water, and she says it's connected to a big water tank outside. And if he threatens anybody, then they shoot him with a sprinkler basically <laughs> until he calms down. <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense. Like, hey, because we're going to sprinkle you, because mister. Because he's weak to water. Well, I do so that with they, my cat. You spray him with a little sprayer in the face. This is basically what they did. He was like, hey, you better... There's like bad shit going on. You better let me out of here. And they're like... Pssst. He's like, oh, for, he's like laying on the ground, flopping around like a fish. <laughs> no! I will say maybe my second favorite performance of this movie was... Bruce Willis flopping around like a fish after getting squirted with water. I thought it was hilarious. It probably wasn't meant to be, but pretty damn funny. Happens two or three times and is equally funny but both times. Well, we know that he wasn't into the pissing kind of sex. Uh, he's no, he's no, uh, he couldn't be the president of the United States is what I'm saying. We're just going to let that one sit for, for a second. <laughs> let it marinate in the let, urine. Let it, yeah, let it marinate. Mm. <laughs> so by the third act, 
we realize that Mr. Glass is actually smart. Uh, he's he's been he's been hacking into stuff. He's been getting out of his room at night, and he wants to break the beast out. He's been shawshanking. Yeah, he's he's gonna break the beast out. He's gonna break everybody out because he wants David Dunn to get out as well, and he wants to prove that superheroes are real. And he wants to do this by having the two of them fight basically at the opening of a big building. Sounds like Don King. Uh, yeah, sure. Here, here's the thing, though. Beast is Tyson. I did notice that uh, there's a, he grabs a magazine at one point that says the grand opening of this building is December 7th. Who cares? I will note that in the, the office where he grabs this uh, magazine, there's a June calendar in the background. So I'm not saying it's continuity error or maybe this is a facility where they don't ever change their calendars to the current month. They certainly don't take very good care of their patients. Because they're squirting them, and <laughs> squirting them with water and flashing bright lights in their faces. And the other guy, they, they just let, throw, rocks at them. throw rocks at them or something. I, one of the guys like threatens them, though, because he's like, I know you're getting out of your room, Elijah. And Samuel L. Jackson's just sitting there like he's playing dumb. He's like, with his like twitching face or whatever. He's like, and he's like, I know you did it. So I'm going to drop this flashlight on your fucking tiny ass legs and break him. Did he? Uh, no, he gets distracted because his shift was over. Oh, well, that'll do it. But he I... does. He does wind up killing one of the other guys <laughs> with like a piece of glass. Well, ironically, I guess. Well, uh, slashes, slashes his throat. And then they just leave this one. This one of the nurses is just like in his room. And we see they come back to this room multiple times to like search for clues. And they don't ever bother to move his body. It, it was I think his name was Daryl. They did Daryl dirty, man. They didn't. They didn't give a shit about Daryl. Daryl didn't give a fuck about his job. He was nah, like, he "I'm gonna break your leg." Oh, no, that was over. the other guy though. That was the other guy. Daryl was his relief. The well, other I mean, guy, the other guy, don't remember just what didn't really was. give a fuck about his yeah, job. Yeah, he was about to beat this mental patient with a flashlight. Follow through. What a right? piece of shit, man! Yeah, follow through on your yeah. job, you dickhole. I know hole. he. I know he was like a terrorist, actually, but. Don't if you're beat gonna somebody beat... with a flashlight. No, no, I'm gonna take the opposite <laughs> of this. I'm gonna be the devil's advocate. If you say you're gonna do I'm it, I'm gonna be the gonna devil in that it. elevator. <laughs> you're gonna do it. Not because your shift's over, you don't do it, but because you just tire out, you tuckered from beating somebody who's made of glass. Made of glass. That's the only reason you should stop. Well, anyways, so he winds up uh busting both of them out, and his big plan is to have the two of them fight at this building where the world apparently is going to be watching. Backyard wrestling. Because the biggest, the tallest building in Philadelphia, I guess, in is June going or to December. be on every... If it happen, the opening is happening in June or December. Apparently, everybody in the world is going to be watching. What clothes were they wearing? Were they hot clothes? Like uh, shorts, they were dressed or? like it was cold outside. Oh, so it must so have been December. So not necessarily winter. Could have been a different time of year, though. Yeah, I think they could have gone and CGI'd that shit. Cause, I yeah, mean, they could have. They did do some CGI de-aging of uh, Bruce Willis in some of the flashbacks, though. And uh, I think it was just Bruce Willis. I, I don't remember if Sam Jackson had a flashback as well. He did have one where he was a kid. Yeah. And he goes to a, a, like a carnival and gets like rattled to death. Cause, or almost to death because his bones are real fragile. Suck it up, bitch. Yeah, suck it up, man. <laughs> Uh, but he's also a terrorist and has killed like a lot of people. I and love he's how also, he, keep, he was a child. He wasn't a terrorist at that well, point. Well, he grows up to be a terrorist. So? A genius, but also like a terrorist. Also, uh, a he was planning on blowing this building up as well. 
somehow with like chemicals or explosives. I don't know. He sort of mentions it and they don't really bring it up again. Follow your heart. Because everybody's, we're everybody's punching heart. each other in the parking lot. Uh, so there's a couple other minor characters. There's David Dunn's uh, son, who's sort of his sidekick, who does who's basically useless. Um, there's yeah. Elijah Glass's mother, who is basically useless. He's basically useless. She go. There's Casey, who's from Split, who is one of the girls that didn't get eaten by the beast, I guess. So these are like these people's like sidekicks slash ring confidants. They, they're like the people on their people. They're people on the outside, like Jimmy Hart. Or like yeah, something like sure. <laughs> yeah, you ever watch wrestling? You know the people come to accompany you to yeah, the ring, but they, they never they fight. Tap, yeah, they tap like him. Paul Bear. Yeah. No, it's like no, Paul they Bear. never tap in. So they're just yeah, they they're, just stand outside. They're like they're the, okay. They're basically hype man they're, or hype they woman. are the hype men, and they're basically useless except Casey, who's the only one who does like anything in this movie. So she's the only one that the Beast will listen to because they were both abused by relatives. She was sexually assaulted by her uncle, and which we figure out in the last film. Uh, Kevin Wendell Scott was... I love how you use the full name, Kevin man. Wendell Scott, Kevin Wendell Scott, Kevin Wendell Scott. Beetlejuice. Uh, yeah. So if you say his name like three times or just multiple times, I think it snaps him back to his original personality. Could they have figured it out? Which is sooner. Kevin Wendell Scott, Kevin Wendell Scott, Kevin Wendell Scott. And... <laughs> Somebody play this if you see this man walking the streets. <laughs> Kevin Wendell Scott. Save the world. <laughs> Uh, so the beast like listens to her because they were both like abused. I guess we see a flashback where his mother was like chasing her chase or not chasing her chasing Kevin Wendell Scott with a was it Kevin Wendell Scott or was it one of the it was other Kevin Wendell Scott was the, Kevin Wendell Scott yeah Kevin Wendell Scott chasing with like a hot iron no uh, Michael was Scott. she hot no she wasn't but oh, this hot, hot this iron. this iron was well, she was coming after Kevin Wendell Scott yeah that Kevin time. Wendell Scott okay not to be confused with the other Kevin no if this was Kevin Wendell Scott yeah. Perfect. Exactly. Uh, so he's abused. And so these the personalities he develops are like to protect him or whatever. But they're also they call themselves the horde. And they're all basically they serve the beast. And the beast is just eats people, I guess. I'm, I'm not really it's it's not really clear. We can snap that bitch out of it by saying yeah. Kevin Wendell Scott three times. Kevin exactly. Scott, exactly. Kevin Scott. So Kevin, she grabs Kevin him. Wendell she Scott. grabs him by the arm and like gets him to snap out of it. And just long enough for uh, some snipers to shoot him in the stomach and kill him. And shit happens. So, so, but before that, though, uh, so all three of them wind up outside. Um, David Dunn's broke out as well because he now. Bullets, yeah, he's he's he thought he wasn't super for a bit. But then he's like, yes, I am. And he kicks a door down. Not like instantly, though. It takes him like five minutes and then the door flies off its hinges. There's a lot of other stuff that happens and then we cut back to him a couple times. And then he finally kicks the door off the wall. So he's super strong or, you know, just sort of strong. yippee Kaye, motherfucker. Anyways, so everybody meets up in the parking lot of <laughs> the hospital. This is seriously like just being a kid. Like, let's meet in the parking lot. I'll fuck you up. Everybody. I'll be there. So everybody meets after school. And for, a show, for a showdown, <laughs> um, Sarah Paulson shows up and calls the cops and also the organization, which oh is the the big Shyamalan twist of this. Shyamalan that, ding dong. That you get one more of those in this episode. I'm I'm really happy that you haven't done that yet. Shyamalan ding dong. Shyamalan ding dong. Shyamalan ding dong. He snapped out of it. All right, I'm gonna. I'm going to edit those last like few out. God damn it. Anyways. <laughs> so the big showdown happens. 
uh, Bruce Willis and James McAvoy punch each other for about like 30 seconds. And then some other people show up that have clover tattoos because they're part of the organization. Or they're um, Irish. Uh, no, they're part of the organization, which we find out it's is from Ireland. Has been around for a thousand years and goes from place to place to either identify people who are have superhuman powers, eliminate them, convince them that they are not superhuman. That really, those are the two options because apparently they're a threat to normal people or they lock them up That's yeah but they also are fine with lots of collateral damage like multiple people and police officers get killed uh some cars get flipped over by the beast and gotta crack a few eggs to make an yeah. omelet boy so james mcavoy when he's the beast his like neck flares out he takes off his shirt every time and he runs like a dog sometimes he runs up the wall uh yeah so the the big climactic thing in this is that everyone fucking dies all three of them die at the end of this you see bruce <laughs> bruce willis is weak to water so he he drown he get he a he guy drown. comes and drowns him in a pothole that's filled with like four inches of water um basically he dies by getting a swirly in a parking lot like they keep like instead of just holding his head under the water they keep, like, dunking it over and over again. Well, that's what happened to him whenever he was a kid. In Unbreakable, he talks about how two kids keep dunking him. He had water in his lungs. Well, well, in this, we get a flashback where he's a chubby kid that didn't know how to swim. It's okay to be chubby. Yeah. Uh, but also, you should learn how to swim. Just learn how to swim, Bruce Willis. What Stay this shallow end, Bruce issue, Willis. And Just so, do it. And so while he's dying, Sarah Paulson is like, hey, guess what? You guys are super... After all, but also, fuck you guys, you know, you, you don't get to be, you don't get to be special. Uh, so, so he, he does. <laughs> Wish I was special. Um, so special. <laughs> Mr. Glass winds up dying because he gets hit on the shoulder a couple times and then he falls out of his chair and basically suffocates after most of the bones in his chest get broken. How he made it this long, no one knows. That was the after man's the, made of glass. After the surprise twist. That he, that Kevin Wendell Scott's father was also, or might, it was Crumb, I think. I've Who, been Kevin Wendell Scott? I think I've been saying his name wrong the entire time. Kevin Wendell Scott? Uh, uh, maybe. Oh, anyway. God. James McAvery, Kevin Wendell Scott. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> whatever his name was. <laughs> the bald guy his acting like a beast his, with the his sweat father, going his down his His father nipples. was on the same train that Bruce Willis was on that got derailed. Nipples. And he died. And basically, his father somehow kept his mom from abusing him. But then after that, all the personalities got created. So in a way, Mr. Glass sort of created the Beast. And the Beast... I for some reason is upset by this information as most people would be well it's the fucking beast though it's not even his regular personality sometimes I go into Hulk mode like a beast fair enough and I can still well, be anyways, touched he, by he stuff he that he touches me emotionally punches him one time somebody up Jake punches him one time in glasses is dead and the man's brutal and also like we said earlier Casey touches Romo. his arm and calls him by all three of his names and he's like oh shit what and then he gets shot by a sniper shit happens and uh the movie's almost over at that point but we realize uh after Sarah Paulson is in a comic book shop she's overhears two nerds talking about um 
super a, a particular supervillain that says, you know, he's a mastermind, and you think you think his plan's one thing, but it turns out to be another thing, and she realizes that Glass had played all of them for fools. Why? Because he's now recorded all of the footage of this on security cameras. Plot twist. And he's, and he's emailed it to several people. Several people showing all these incredible acts. Like a Who guy. are those people? Were they Trump? Uh, it was his mom, uh, David Dunn's son, oh. and Casey. Oh. And then they meet up in a train station and they all have coffee, and then I guess it goes to YouTube, and also like CNN or somebody, and they're like, "Oh, super people with superhuman powers." The kind of footage that gets leaked is not the kind of footage that was that would convince anyone of anything, really. You see a guy in a trench coat who shoves a few guys into a shipping container, and then he bends a bar really slowly. There's a guy who's in a wheelchair. Who is made of glass? Gets, gets punched and dies. And then there's another guy who runs like a dog and is shirtless and flips a car over. None of these things are even like that super or impressive. And I just I don't understand how anybody could see that and come to this big grand conclusion that superheroes you know totally real real this whole time i don't know man it was it was just it was just a, a train wreck of a movie oh because of the train wreck exactly pun fully intended there <laughs> stick it in there uh having said that i wish you had seen it I feel like I think that that was money well saved <laughs> on my end. I'm glad you saved those four dollars, but also I think you would four fifty. I think you'd have had plenty of stuff to say about this as well. Yeah, shit happens. It was a bad movie, and it needs to stop making money. <laughs> well, everybody's dead, so there will be no other movies. It was just the third act completely undermines everything that happens in the first two. I think a better twist would have been that they all just work actually crazy. Like this was all something that they'd made up in their heads or whatever. That would have been a more interesting twist than, no, they are superheroes, but also the doctor is just a part of a secret organization that kills people like this. If they survived, I think it would have been Also, I forgot to mention, there's a they have a machine that can like shoot a laser into people's brains and basically removes their superpowers. It's like a lobotomy machine, basically. And they tried to do it to Mr. Glass, but he took, like, he snuck in there the night before and took, like, the batteries out or something. So. <laughs> the more I hear, the less. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot to mention the, the superpower zapping machine that was a part of a big part of this. Ugh. Terrible. <laughs> what? If they had that the first, why would they not do that immediately? Why did they need to capture them for three days? They even had like a debriefing where they had all three of them in a room. Why would you put them all in the same place so they could plot and scheme with each other? Why would you go to the trouble of convincing them that they didn't have superpowers? Just kill them or use the machine on them. It was M. Night Shyamalan the whole time. Uh, I just don't... <laughs> it just... Un it made everything that happened in the first two-thirds of this fucking irrelevant... 
There's no reason for any of it to have happened. Glass. Garbage. Rather eat ass than watch glass. Yes. Glass half. This is a glass half empty. I liked yours better. Rather (laughs) eat ass than watch glass. Yeah. Any day of the week. There you go. Stay home. That's my review. That's (laughs) save your money. Do that instead. This movie was fucking trash. (laughs) Tongue punch. (laughs) All right, Ryan, I feel better now. Perfect. I I feel feel like I got a lot lot of stuff off my chest. I've been stewing. I've been stewing on this for like the last 36 hours. And the more I thought about it, the angrier I got. (laughs) Well, you got any other stuff? Ryan, I think that's a wrap for this week. Wrap it. If it, <laughs> I hate to end on a negative note. So you've got you've got more shows coming up. Yeah, you've got two more shows coming up, which are one's on February first at Bessemer's in Greensboro, and the other is on February eighth or ninth at Monster seven Cade. to eight days later in yeah, a different it place. It should be the Saturday following <laughs> this Friday. Will anybody show up? No. Saturday following this Friday. But well, if they're out of town, Jake, we'll have sex with them. Yes, I did promise that two episodes ago, and I have to stick to that, regardless of how that statement may come back to bite me in the ass. Or eat your ass. Or eat... <laughs> Which may not be a bad thing. <laughs> Which we've established is more enjoyable than, than the movie. watching this movie again. Well, we... Or for the first time, for that matter. Maybe that's free. I don't know. Just to clarify, though, you really did like Split, though. You thought Split was a pretty good movie. Yeah, I thought both of them were good movies. The Unbreakable and uh, Split. (laughs) I think that Split was like a sleeper hit. And that's the reason why they decided to make this, especially so close behind it. Like, it's only it's been like less than two years since Split came out, I think. But Unbreakable came out in like, what, 2000 or something? Yeah, I think well, I think Unbreakable was good, but it established like a cult following, and then whenever right. Split came out, people it was a good movie, but it had that twist at the also, end of time yeah, together. They, they set it up to be in the same universe. So, well, you're gonna lay off the drinks, buddy. I've had one beer during this podcast, but yeah, I did I just have my a very, first beer. I just had a very violent burp, though. Okay, maybe yeah. a bit of acid reflux going on. Uh, anything else we need to need to add? Anything else we want to want to touch on? No. Nope. Yeah, you can touch on me all you want. There, have have a filled day there. I'm a filled trip waiting to happen. Yeah. Oof. Settle up, Miss Frittle. We're going <laughs> getting God. on this magic school bus. Getting there. <laughs> well, anyways, Ryan, if you had sixty seconds or less to talk about, oh, I can do this less. To velvet. <laughs> I can do this in Spoiler less. Spoiler alert: less. <laughs> so. It's already been a, it's already been two seconds, but I know you you don't need as many. To no, talk I don't about need Velvet many. All right, so Velvet Buzzsaw, which I said with two B's for some reason. Buzzsaw for Velvet Buzzsaw. It's That's 12 the truth seconds, by with the way. two F's. <laughs> um, so basically, there's these like people in the art community mm-hmm. who are into themselves and into art. Jake Gyllenhaal being one of them, and he's kind of striked up, uh, struck up a relationship with some girl who he looks, lives. In he a, looks like Mo from the Three Stooges. Um, he wears glasses. Uh, the haircut, maybe the haircut's yeah, he's, horrendous. He's, millenn- he's it is horrendous. All right, I gotta, I gotta hurry up. All right, yeah. All right, we got twenty seconds. seconds. <laughs> All right, so uh, 
So, uh, so this girl, he's been banging, um, without his boyfriend's knowledge. Um, she finds an old man dead in the house in her apartment and she goes up into his apartment and she finds, she finds the art and then she starts selling it. The art starts killing everybody and everybody dies at the end. And that's it. Uh, you, you know, I thought you wouldn't do it, but you know what? You really brought it home there. Yeah. I can do a lot of things in like one minute or less. Yeah. Well, that's not surprising, but <laughs> <laughs> that hurts that you that would was, say something. That was that almost, one. that was almost too, it was almost too easy. That that's was like, true. that was kind of like my review of Bandersnatch where I spent 35 seconds talking about a turtleneck. <laughs> oh yeah. Or his tongue. Oh, the grandpa oh, tongue. Oh yeah. Papa tongue. <laughs> Dude, that was nasty. Like brush your tongue, oh. bitch. You gonna be on TV? But Velvet Buzzsaw, though, I think we both kind of were pretty tepid about this when we first saw the trailer for it. We're like, I thought it might be okay. I thought it looked fucking terrible, but I was like, you know what? It's coming out on Netflix, and that'll be something easy for us to watch and review. Yeah. It, so, but it had like some art pop to it, you know? It was, it was very of... bright and colorful. It's like, so it's like, well, maybe, but I, I really enjoyed it. Megan didn't like it. She hated it. Yeah, I thought it wasn't bad. I was like, this kind of—it's more of a drama than a scary movie. It is, and it was—it was portrayed as kind of like a, almost like a comedy horror, at least from the trailer, at least. But tonally, I feel like it was—it was very a lot more self-aware than I thought it was going to be. I think that it was—it was a movie that didn't take itself seriously, especially in the the characters that were in it these art people were so over the top they were almost like cartoon parodies of these kinds of people that were so into themselves and yeah they really exaggerated the art scene well i hope they did well <laughs> i hope they did john well, malkovich was in there he must have a contract with them him he, and adam sandler he was yeah to, to, to churn out netflix Bird movies every other every other week yeah. what did you think of john malkovich's character in this he plays the same character in every movie. He, he did, but they turned his volume down a lot. Well, he was supposed <laughs> to be respectful in our community, but he could turn that bitch. What about the because ending? He, because he gave, the because ending? he gave up drinking. Well, in the ending, until, until about something. halfway through. Well, at the end, he's just got a stick and he's like by the ocean. And he's like drawing designs in the sand. Is like, what the fuck? I don't get that. <laughs> he survived, yay! But what the fuck? Okay, so. The the movie opens and they're at this art show in Miami. Jake Gyllenhaal has one of the worst fucking haircuts I've or wigs. I hope it's not his actual hair that they did this atrocity to, but he looks fucking ridiculous in this. Yeah, he's having said that. I think it's he's good enough in this. I think it's de- he's decently think, acted. He's, he's I think he's a good actor. He's got I think a he can pull it. He's out. definitely got a character that he's portraying. He's he's a very confused. Art, art critic who is confused and conflicted over the kind of art and sexuality and sexuality that he is. He's he's definitely on a, a spectrum of sexuality and he's got a very so but he's still getting it. So he's his 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 is his criticisms that can either like make or break somebody's career. Basically, uh, I know there's several people, there's several artists that are um upset with him for his critiques and stuff well there's just that one that one that keeps reappearing yeah and there's and uh, and some of these art curators are basically bribing him to write positive reviews about their art studios and the art selections and stuff that doesn't sound like real life yeah uh, stuff like that doesn't happen does it yeah <laughs> so who's wanting to give us a good review yeah <laughs> 
We're just trying to sweeten the pot a little or bit. Or just any review. I don't think we've gotten any reviews yet. Not true. Maybe a few. No. Which you can catch us on iTunes and <laughs> where else can you find us? YouTube? Just as sharp as always. Just as sharp as a velvet buzzsaw, Ryan. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, so I, just general impressions. So this... I, I just liked how this movie didn't take itself too seriously. I think I said that already, but I think that it, it did walk that fine line between being, it, it had this carefully curated atmosphere that it was trying to portray. Um, I don't know if it always did that. Uh, I think the characters were really what did it for me and how just over the top and ridiculous were they were. Were for them to die? Uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much everybody yeah. in this movie was the worst person in the world, basically. There's that one girl that just kept finding people die. She's I like, felt, oh my God. She was the one character I felt sorry for because she was like the intern that everybody just shit on. But she's like the lone survivor of this, basically. Her and John Malkovich. <laughs> yeah. And well, that street artist guy. He survived. Yeah, he did. Um, so there's there's a there's one character who's like uh He's always wearing AirPods and he's also like sexually harasses multiple women or I don't know if he he sexually harasses them, but he's definitely a douchebag to basically every woman in this film. Looking at you, Billy. What was that fucker's name? Billy McFarlane. Yeah. Fuck you. Dick yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's any uh, any resemblance, but he's always wearing like AirPods and he's like just driving around being a douchebag. Oh, so we should say um so Jake Gyllenhaal's maybe girlfriend who really needs some chapstick. Well, she's out there banging other dudes. Uh, she was. But so she in her apartment building, um, an old man uh, commits suicide. She finds him dead. Does he commit suicide? Uh, I thought he just died. Uh, well, he falls from his cane uh, just goes off to the ground. Does he commit suicide? I don't know. He's just laying it's, there. It's he not feels super asleep. Clear. He she, falls asleep when she walked up in his house. She finds his body. <laughs> and his she, cat, too. Yeah. And so she's like, well, there's this dead guy. I bet his apartment's unlocked. Let's see what's let's see what's going on in here. So she goes in and it's filled with all these. I think they were pretty decent as far as like set set pieces and stuff, as far as original artwork made for this movie. Uh, a lot of them are really disturbing, but everybody's enamored with them. And they're like, I bet we can cash in the on this. The art just speaks to me, and I don't know. The art really no. spoke to them. And guess what? Apparently it spoke to the devil, too, because this shit is cursed. <laughs> well, I think it was plagiarism, too, right? Because she took it, and then she just said it was it was a new artist. I guess they were kind of giving him credit, but he didn't want that to ever come out. Cause no, because all that art years and years of art was he in like his house. He left a note or something, basically, that said, burn, burn, burn all this shit. <laughs> If you find me dead, just burn all this shit. Burn it. (laughs) Whatever you do, don't sell it because bad stuff's going to happen. He was really a poet with his words, wasn't he? I mean, burn this shit. I'm I'm paraphrasing. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful art. Burn it. Burn it because bad stuff's going to happen to you if you don't. And uh, so they don't. And guess what? Guess what happens, Ryan? What? Bad she, shit starts happening. <laughs> one of the whenever she's in there, it's like the mystical part kind of shows itself of the paintings where they start catching on fire. Yeah, one painting catches they start fire. like moving a little bit too, maybe. Yeah, Jake Jones has some eye problems too. Oh yeah, even though he wears glasses. Yeah, 
that's part of his part of his being conflicted. He starts like literally losing his mind. I think he starts becoming a human being before it's too late, but it's too late. For but him. it is too late. So basically, anybody that profits is off prof, profits profitizes profitizes monetizes his artwork. Any of them bitches making that money? Yeah, any of these bitches that make money off of this, <laughs> off of the, off of these, off of these nuts. I don't know how many times I've made that joke while I watched this movie. Throwing that wang, plant. it was several. <laughs> Throwing that wang. Is it funny? Was it funny the 12th time? I'm going to say it was. But, um... No. <laughs> I'm going to say no. You know, like DC, where that one guy keeps making that one joke. Guess what? That was me when I made this. <laughs> Just chuckling to myself. Uh... What is... <laughs> <laughs> the movie what else happens <laughs> um well people die and some of the death scenes are kind of cool like that one guy who gets into the he's, it's like a a scene and he goes and walks into it and all of a sudden the scene like closes in and he's like in an attic and oh yeah, like yeah. he's trying to turn off the light the, or Brit- the british guy and he winds up getting uh hung yeah and that's how many times did the assistant girl spill coffee on the floor in i don't this know movie? I feel like there was somebody who was like had who made this had a vendetta against people who were like mean to it like their interns. Yeah. Because this girl, she kept surviving, but yeah. at the same time, like she's just like traumatized. She's gonna have to go through years of therapy because she's found so many people did. But she's an aspiring artist, I, so maybe she becomes a famous artist. Oh, maybe, but she didn't she's not gonna buy any of Deez's artwork. That's she better she, not. She's not gonna buy any of Deez's artwork. Deez nuts. That was a stretch. I feel like this movie was definitely sponsored by Starbucks and Apple, though, because everybody had everybody had an iMac and Coco was throwing Starbucks well, on the floor. What they drink so in the many times. Well, yeah, but still, if you're in the art community, let us know. What would Th- Warhol do? Think of know? the licensing fees, though. You got to pay. They're Netflix. They can do anything. Yeah, they, they can want. do anything, man. They're but still, here. lots of product placement in this. Lots of lots of Starbucks and Apple. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Well, I, don't you get paid if you have your if I put my shit in your film? Yes, that's how licensing works. Yeah. So. That- <laughs> Yeah, it all works out for everybody. I would say overall, I'd say this movie is probably like a six and a half out of ten, maybe a seven. Uh, I would probably go about the same. Yeah, I know it sounded like we were we focused on the only the negative parts of it. But that's what we do. And we did. (laughs) But uh, it is actually it is enjoyable. It's it's kind of a slow starter. I would say definitely from like the the second half of this movie, it definitely things start to pick up and start moving a little bit faster. It's kind of intriguing too because you want to see yeah. what's happening because the paint. Well, I think you you, want to see how you know die. what's happening. You realize that everybody that's profited off of this art is going to meet an untimely end, but it happens Not in increase- entirely because that one guy with the AirPods he died, but he never benefited off of it. He just was carrying the cargo. But he was stealing some of those paintings with I the think intent. He had stole it at that point. I think he did. Well, We'd have to go back and look at it, which we're not going to do. Yeah, not worth it. One so, time, that's all you need. Right? Yeah. So if you didn't, if you didn't, if you don't figure out why he had to die, don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> he but, gonna die anyway. But yeah, so he was like steal. I think he was stealing some of his paintings for the purpose of going to 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 resell them, and he winds up crashing into a gas station because he sees. 
one of the paintings comes to life and his and his cigarette uh, catches them on fire. Yeah, exactly. And so, what did you think was going to happen? You thought he was going to crash into that gas station and it was going to blow up, right? No. Why? Because I saw the trailer beforehand. <laughs> I would have thought that, but yeah. And then there was monkeys. There, yeah, the there's painting a, that there's like a painting that's like the Last Supper, but with monkeys, and it's in like a bathroom. And the monkeys come to life and drag him into the painting. Very strange. They kill him in front of a sink. Or do they kill him? He he pulled into the painting. He seemed pretty strangled to me. Did he? I don't know. Yeah. I had to talk to his But I wouldn't know because I had my AirPods in. Yeah. Don't care. (laughs) Well, he was like, you know, just some kind of butt fuck guy you know yeah he was a he was a douche anyways i did feel slightly sorry about jake gyllenhaal's death where he gets he was turning around man he was trying to turn it around but he was strong too man he had some guns and that he he was like it's just pilates but you know it ain't pilates man that dude's like (laughs) fucking lifting he was gonna be spider-man at one point so yeah well he's mysterio that's why yeah he is mysterio and he's more vander smurvin vervin in this Yep, that's him. What do you think about the 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 girl's death scene where she's outside of the bar and oh, where yeah. the guy takes her to the bar and she's like, "This bar sucks. I'm leaving." And then she's like, "Oh, my Mercedes got towed." And then she got sucked into a billboard, which she thought was an art installation. That was kind and of cool, but it was like, "Come on, man! There's paint. It's kind of." <laughs> It's that was like in fair, all these movies. That was one of my die. favorite scenes, though. I think it was definitely one of the most colorful. Well, yeah, because all the paint was like dripping yeah. off the walls and then like got on her skin. I think it was pretty creative. Yeah, I, I mean, it was, it was a cool it was death. Well, it was well shot. Yeah, it was a cool death, but she's still dumb. She was like, I don't know. Is yes. anybody here? Oh, my God. All this art in here. I'm blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I just. I don't think I would be good with the art community. <laughs> Give me the music community. We're all, we're all, what are we but struggling artists ourselves? I guess. Sometimes we struggle a little bit more than others. <laughs> not this one, I'm going to say. I'm hoping to God not. <laughs> we will know in due time. Uh, anything else you want to say about the great, great film of Velvet Buzzsaw? Watch it once. Why is it it's called free. Velvet Buzzsaw? Because one of the art ladies has a tattoo. Kind of remind, yeah. Was well, she in a punk band? No, no, year? it was punk art that she was doing. Oh, that's even worse. But she kind of reminds <laughs> me because it's taking two different things and putting them together, like velvet, which is soft, and buzzsaw, which is, you know, it cuts. The that's same, very artistic. Yeah, well, uh, Velvet Revolver already did that, so I'm just saying mm. velvet buzzsaw, velvet revolver, it's danger. Is and- it a gun or a rose? Yeah, no. This is it was just a gun. All right. <laughs> but I'm just saying that could that seems like it's kind of a rip off in the same kind of same idea. But that's just my two cents. It, is it is it lazy? Maybe. Is it the best name for a movie you've ever heard? Definitely not. That's catchy though. Is it worth a watch? I think so. Just could once. It, could it be about thirty minutes shorter? Yeah, it yeah, could be. Just once. But, uh, definitely, definitely worth a watch though. I mean, it is, it is fun. It doesn't take itself too seriously. And I would honestly recommend it despite the fact that it sounded like we just spent 20 minutes shitting on it. Decent film. Yeah. It's we a shit good, on everything. Yeah. Well, we'll shit on you if we had to hot Carl's for everybody. 
That could that maybe we'll rename the podcast that Hot Carl. Hot Carl's for nah, everybody. I don't think that's good for anybody. Hot Carltons, and Hot then we'll Carlton. get sued. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, not, not hey. All all I'm saying is all publicity is good publicity. Well, you know, Carlton's a name. <laughs> they so went after they Fortnite. He can come after us too. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see him try. <laughs> Bring it, you little tiny man. Also, Will Smith looks like a blue, looks like a nightmarish blueberry. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he went to Willy Wonka's <laughs> place and just done something he shouldn't have. Uh, what's the girl's name? Veruca Salt. Turned in. That sounds like a wrestler's name. That sounds Veruca Salt. Veruca. Like- <laughs> Veruca. From the Nation of Domination. <laughs> That's a real wrestler. I can't, he was also a part of like some. I was going to say a badly translated like. We're really losing yeah, steam here, yeah. aren't we? We just got to <laughs> end it let's now. Wrap this up. <laughs> so, just want to say thank you for listening. If you continue to listen, if you don't, then fuck you. Um, <laughs> please review us. Let us know, um, Jake. I tell people, yes, can Ryan. you please back me up on this? We've been heard in England. We've been heard in Australia, Japan. Now, uh, weren't we in Sweden at one point? We Have were. we worked our way into South America at all? Let's let's say that the almost accurate uh, our net has been cast over several countries and all of those are true. Yes. So we're coming if, for you. For all the for all the listeners out there, we do thank thank you and we appreciate your continued support. Uh, like Ryan said, rate and review us if you want. Tell a friend. No, please do. Tell Don't your, if you won't. Tell your it. friend's mom. Bang your friend's mom. Don't do that. But if they want to listen, then and know, leave us a review that. on iTunes. And yeah, okay. Yeah. I worked with him. He banged his best friend's mom. It was very strange. Yeah, it is very strange. Rate and review. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Do what you want. But uh, guys, uh, listen, we appreciate it. And it's good to be back. How long will we be back for? Maybe another week or two because I'm leaving the country shortly. So we'll work that out. You (laughs) bastard. Oh, and we got uh, Captain Marvel coming up soon. Captain Marvel coming up soon. So we'll probably be about three weeks late on that. Well, yeah, because you can't get a damn ticket. (laughs) Um, What else? Uh, The new Avengers movie. I think we should go back and watch the first uh, Avengers. um, Maybe we'll go through all three of the four part trilogy. God, I just don't want to watch Age of Ultron. Uh, we'll we'll get really drunk and just pretend. If I we, might need a little something more than getting drunk. We'll, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying, we'll take a nap during the middle. We'll tell. We'll write. We'll take, t- a nap. we'll take a nap during the middle at different times. <laughs> at different times. At, I'll watch you while you sleep. <laughs> Please don't watch. I'll watch while the I sleep. part that you didn't watch while you're asleep. <laughs> So we can review it. Perfect. So we got this down yep. to a science. All right. Well, great. If that sounds like something you want to listen to, I. I'm glad you have so much free time. <laughs> we, I can watch you sleep all the time. <laughs> That's right. We're in your house. So, with that being said, <laughs> we conclude today's episode with Jake. Hit him with it. Oh, guys. We say at the end of every episode of Almost Accurate. Nighty night, bitches. It's good to have your voice back. I know. Thank you. Nighty night, bitches. Nighty night, bitches. Until next time, folks. Bitches.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.